0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new bonus episode of Kaiju Conversation. I'm your host, Elisha, and joining me as always, my co-host and editor, Rex. Hello once again on this uh,
1: unique evening, another bonus episode. <laughs> and, well,
0: another. We've only done five five other ones. This is the sixth one we've ever done. Yeah, but we're also coming off... October so this is true in October there was no slowdown it was just the grind mm. it's about grind it's about power we stay hungry we devour. it develop. is about <laughs> grind it's about power I said that somewhere oh I think I was at work I, I I just I was trying to like uh convince one of my co-workers to like do their job so it's like it's about grind it's about power we stay hungry devour. <laughs> and they looked at me like I I should have been fired on the spot. Honestly, you should have. Well, it is about the grind. Speaking of the grind, Toho has grinded a lot. Mmm, so they have been for once. Yes. So this bonus episode is going to be a recap of... Of the lovely Godzilla Day. Godzilla Day takes place November 3rd every year. It's what Toho puts on in celebration of the first film's uh, uh, domestic release. Uh, Not the first time it was shown in theaters because the first time was, I believe, October 27th, 1954 for the premiere in Tokyo uh got its uh domestic release November third of nineteen fifty four and every year since uh twenty nineteen they have put on a celebration Godzilla fest not fest not g fest it's godzilla fest
1: or godzilla festival
0: yes Godzilla festival um, and I think it's a good idea we start this year with uh, recapping it because there was a lot to break down here. Mm. Had
1: a few announcements and a couple short film releases and stuff like that, which were pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so I think I personally would like to see if we could start with the uh, action figure stuff because I think that's the least exciting part of what they've announced, sure. sure. Um, Rex, I didn't come too prepared. Do you did you come prepared for kind of what all was announced?
1: Um, well, I watched um, almost the entirety. I, I watched pretty much most of the um, actual like eight-hour stream, mm-hmm. um, like the main one. I it didn't watch the whole, um, merchandise stream that was going on like simultaneously from about halfway through. But, um, I did like, I would, I would did, uh, peer into that every now and again, you know, mm-hmm. when nothing was really happening on the main one. Um, so I did see a fair few of the merchandise announcements. So, um, probably the most noteworthy announcement, the one that, uh, uh, people found before the festival had officially started was the SH Monster Arts Gaigan.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Celebrating his 50th anniversary and also the new short films um, that we'll get into later, uh, the SH Monster Arts Gaigan was on display at the um, festival area and, you know, pictures came out online before the fest started.
0: And it it actually I saw the pictures of this and it looks really really good. It does. It's it's a very nice prototype. Mhm. I I just I saw somebody saying they hope it's not as tiny as uh Mecha Godzilla 74 was. Um mm-hmm. but it the detail on it looked really good. I couldn't honestly tell where the joints were entirely.
1: Yeah, I know. Like the only ones that I can really discern is like um the elbows and like the knee joints that's really about
0: it for me mm-hmm. yeah i i'm i'm really excited honestly i think this figure looks great mm. um i i'm happy shma is doing more shmas uh from the i'm, I'm happy they're
1: doing more showa.
0: yeah 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 it looks really good because mm. they've
1: because they've mostly just focused on um uh heisei in the past and they're starting to give some spotlight to Showa and to more show and millennium um, characters, which is nice.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. You are right because um, mm. they did Hetera last year for Hetera's anniversary. Um, yeah, and if they're doing Gaigan, I am sure next year they're going to do a Jet Jaguar and a Megalon.
1: Oh, almost definitely. I mean, speaking of which, um, during the event they showcased the 50th anniversary logos for both mm-hmm. um, Megalon and Jet Jaguar. So. We're definitely going to be getting some new merchandise for them. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm really happy. Just
1: the fact of having that right. uh, logo.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy that they're starting to showcase I- specifically the 70s. Um, yeah. You know, I think the 70s is like probably uh, the second least well discussed or regarded era or decade yeah. of the Godzilla franchise. And the fact that they started with Hedera, did Gaigan, and now doing uh, Megalon and Jet Jaguar, I'm like, this is kind of fun. I'm happy that they're uh, they're really working on the, the 70s films because I'm sure they'll do one for King Caesar and Mechagodzilla and then Titanosaurus.
1: Oh, almost definitely. Mm-hmm. Almost definitely.
0: The day we have a um, Titanosaurus SHMA is the day I can die happy.
1: <laughs> um speaking of um underrepresented kaiju um in merchandise, Varan.
0: Yeah, the Varan been... Bandai got released.
1: Yeah, and not only that, there were there was actually a fair bit of new Varan merch announced. Um really? there was like shirts, um, I believe a notebook with like different different sort of artwork of like the 58 varan the 68 Varan, as well as um varan versus gmk uh goji Ooh,
0: i love that yeah that's a deep cut mm-hmm.
1: yeah and and like there was this i want to say it's like i don't know what exactly it is it's like some sort of food in a container i think that's what it was mm-hmm. it, it, the the box or the container kinda looked like um sorta looked like a small sort of pre workout thing. It's probably not pre workout, but like kinda looks like that. Um Yeah, no, it's just awesome to see um more Varan representation given. I mean he was pretty absent from merch up until
0: like a few months ago when right. they movie monster series was announced mm-hmm. even though it doesn't look the greatest i'm happy that it's getting released i've been really happy with uh the movie monster bandai series um mm-hmm. the last few times like they did daimajin they've done varin um oh yeah atra they've got
1: they've got a fair few coming out now as well these these haven't been like officially announced but like um it's likely that the source of these um got like the toy listings early from like a Japanese company or something. Probably, maybe directly Bandai, I don't know. Um, so, we're probably getting a Barragon, a Super Mecha Godzilla, Ibera, and a fair few other um, movie monster series figures of kind of underrepresented characters, um, which is pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. Some, some more Godziban uh, MMS figures as well, even.
0: Hmm. I wonder if part of, partly why they're doing this is they realize that they can't just keep reusing Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Mecha Godzilla, and Godzilla. That they need to like up everything else because if they don't, they're kind of the the IP value decreases. Mm. So maybe.
1: So maybe. I mean, interestingly enough, the movie monster series has been expanding um, its reach as well. Like you've got the, um, you've got Shen Ultraman figures. Like I believe they just announced like a Methilis and a couple other variants of Ultraman. Uh, and they've got for Kamen Rider Black Sun, they've got the movie monster series Black Sun and Shadow Moon. Oh really? Uh, that just came out.
0: Yeah. Huh. Bandai is really starting to market that line a lot more and like read yeah. that with licenses ava unit one and two as well oh I can't really? forget them yeah i i wonder if it's kind of in line with the whole shin uh heroes kind of ideology oh probably probably i
1: mean black sun and um shadow moon aren't part of that but right. still common rider
0: yeah yeah exactly so maybe there's also the um, the uh uh
1: netflix Ultraman. um are in the movie monster series line as well.
0: Interesting, interesting. Um yeah. going, going back a little bit, I know they did an announcement for the GvG Rex uh figures, specifically Godzilla and the Mother Gigant. Yeah, Gigant Rex. Yeah, Gigant Rex, which look pretty cool. I really like the Gemstone Godzilla design.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's it's not really
0: my thing, but it's it's cool. It's really yeah. wrinkly. Yeah, that's
1: that's probably the thing I don't. I'm not a big fan of with it. It's, it's just a little too too much for me. You mm-hmm. know, I prefer that as like uh, a bit.
0: I prefer that being a bit more subtle. You know. Mm-hmm. And then they also did. Wasn't it a '84 reissue? Yeah, um, a new
1: Movie Monster series 84 but which is a G-Store exclusive.
0: Isn't it the same sculpt from the memorial box set just uh yeah, new paint. Yeah.
1: I mean a lot of the Movie Monster series are reused um sculpts, sculpts. Yeah. Like the new the upcoming like King Ghidorah 91 will probably
0: be a reuse. Maybe not, but probably. I mean the method King Ghidorah was Yeah, exactly. So um, and then there was a Hedera that was partially white, which I, I didn't know. Yeah. I forgot what that was for. It was like you I wanna say, say it was a cookie I wanna say
1: it was a cookie themed one. They said what it was on um the stream. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm eighty percent sure it was like a food based variant. Um I just can't remember. That sounds sure that
0: really weird because like is like toxic fumes yeah i don't know they, they've
1: been announcing like a bunch of different like vari- they've been getting their mileage it's out of that and
0: mileage. I, what are you yeah expecting? i know
1: but like Henry gets tons of variants whenever there's a new or figure like during the merch stream they were showing off a bunch of like um i think it was bullmark um like new variants of bullmark like being made for header.
0: hmm interesting i know uh didn't they do like a gold variant at one point? Yeah, yeah, they were showing that off um, during the stream as well. Interesting. Um, moving on, the, isn't there? There's a Bon figure too, but I could give less than I, I don't. Care yeah, if, I, um, I
1: saw that. I don't really, I don't really remember what that exactly was, but they spent a fair bit of time on it. Seriously, I, I just. I mean, they spent a fair bit of time on all on all of the merch, like X plus Kong and all that.
0: Gotcha. Isn't there a new uh, 62 X plus 2? Or um, it, I'm not
1: sure, to be honest. They, they did have like the gigantic series 62 on the stream. Gotcha. Um, like they were showing it off next to the Kong 2021. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's actually like being reissued or like it's a new paint job or something or if it's just there for scale.
0: Gotcha. Um and is that Yuji Sakai like that they that sculpt they made for Huge Deal, is that an X plus or is that something different? Uh, which one? It's what? it's like the Millennium Godzilla. That's oh oh. Like what is that? Yeah, exactly? that'd probably be that'd probably be a Yuji Sakai, I'd imagine. It is a Yuji Sakai. I know it's based off the 2000 des- uh concept
1: concept design. Yeah, but is
0: is that an X plus? I I've been trying to figure out. I can't. <sighs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they showed it
1: after, like they showed it like around the time of the X pluses, and they. I think they showed it next to an X plus, like, of like the Yuji Sakai 2000 design, but like with the actual purple spikes. Um, but I don't know for
0: sure. Gotcha. To be honest. Okay. That. Um, that was all what you mentioned. Um, was all I was aware of for uh, mm-hmm. your different. Uh, merchandise announcements did you have anything else or do you recall anything um else?
1: there are a couple other things like um there was a funko burning godzilla that's right the fye exclusive um, yeah that was announced um, godzilla rivals comic had um they revealed new covers for like the rodan ebra issue Features oh. make Godzilla 2 on it.
0: Wasn't that already revealed? I'm pretty sure that was. Um, like they they announced it, but these were new covers. Oh, there were okay. like two new covers for okay. it. Um, Mondo released their SOS that they've been hinting at and revealed the box. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then um, Mondo released. Mondo, or Was it Mondo? Yeah, it was Mondo who also announced um, new vinyls for Singular Point and.
0: Mothra 92. So Mondo did Mothra 92. Waxworks did Singular Point. Oh. You have two, yeah. two companies. The way I understand it, Mondo is doing your Heisei and your non-Godzilla Kaiju films. Waxworks has done Showa and Singular Point and the... Uh, did they do as films. well? Yes, yes. Yeah. Honestly... I didn't even realize
1: that it was a that there was a difference between mondo and Waxwork doing it. I just never
0: never occurred to me until you said that <laughs> essentially Waxworks is solely an l p company whereas mm-hmm. mondo also does like posters t shirts pins yeah action things. I think they announced some new uh posters
1: as well for like um i I want to say it was mecha Godzilla, but I could be wrong. Um, it was probably again, to be honest, um, but I, I don't remember. To be honest, I, yeah, I don't remember enough. Gotcha. I just know they showed new posters or something.
0: Didn't Super Seven also announce the next line? I just remember that it was like fifty-four American version.
1: Yeah, yeah, they showed sixty-two. Um, I think, yeah, I am pretty sure it was like the American poster of fifty-four Ghidorah. And, like, three others, I, I don't really remember too well. I, I looked at it for, like, a second. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> and um, that was about
0: it. Uh, I'm currently going back and looking here. Uh Cavity cover, uh, Colors released another Shin Godzilla line of T-shirts. Yeah. Um, I
1: saw that Kamada-kun one with, like, the caption on it or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh so Mondo did the stat the uh, Tokyo SOS statue. They also revealed a new Mecha Godzilla seventy four poster, Mecha Godzilla okay, yeah. three poster, two of those. Um, let's see here, what else do I got? Uh, there was a Godzilla guitar that Shout Factory announced. That's just a like giveaway. It yeah, it's. Oh. It's just like a single giveaway. It's got some like public domain stills of Godzilla and green. Spiral Studios released a new image of their Mothra 2019. Uh, oh, that's statue. right. Yeah. Statue. Ghost X Ghost revealed or uh, released some new t shirts. Uh, Super 7 also released two new t shirts with Mecha, Godzilla, and Hedora. So mm-hmm. I am uh, Crunchyroll also did some new t-shirts, a lot of t-shirts, like a lot of small well, stuff. I didn't
1: realize Crunchyroll did new t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was kind and of was a small of thing.
0: FYE also announced a Godzilla light, like a night light essentially. It's a burning Godzilla with fire around it that lights up. Huh. Um Nothing too exciting. The Super 7 wave was Godzilla 62, 84, Hedera, Gigan, half transformed Mecha Godzilla, King Ghidorah. And then I also oh, saw great. an American poster 54.
1: Yeah, I did see the American poster 54. I think that's a Target exclusive or something. It is a Target
0: exclusive. Yeah. Um, and those are all of the details of the merchandise. That I've got mm-hmm. right here. Um, mm-hmm. There was also there was a couple other of of
1: things, but we don't really need to be a broken record, right?
0: This. I mean, it's just a few like things here and there. So I mean, max no uh, right? They they a lot of stuff was announced, um, which is pretty typical for a Godzilla day. Um, yeah, it's, it's two, usually just merch day. on yeah. merch day, honestly. Yeah, the last two was really merch heavy. The only thing that the last one had that was special was the Godzilla vs. Hedera short film. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that... The- I mean, the previous one did also have a short film, but it was probably the oh yeah. Least impressive. Yeah, it was like, wasn't it like 30 seconds long and it was just Godzilla? No, it's two minutes. It's Is two it? minutes. I barely yeah. remember it. I know it's just Godzilla destroying... Yeah, it's Godzilla
1: walking around for a minute and then uh, Shinsuke Kasai... Um, comes out of the suit at the very end. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I, to me, it was like it's nothing too exciting. It's no mm-hmm. hope blowing about probably about $500. Mm, yeah, $500 maybe on a short film, the last two at least. Uh, whereas this one, you know, they had that, but they also had a few other things. Uh, Do you want to start with the video game announcement?
1: Yep. That was what I was going to transition to. Okay. Um, So let's start with the less exciting one first. Um, Godzilla Battleline got an update um, featuring Evangelion. Correct. um, Which also included a uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla-inspired poster, except with the Heisei and Godzilla and... uh, ever unit one from the Mm rebuilds
0: yeah it's based off of the 74 poster correct yeah 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 um and that's pretty cool and we were we were talking about this the other night so that means evangelion ultraman kong and godzilla are all in the same game with common rider planned right
1: yep common rider is almost definitely coming whenever shin
0: almost said shin ultraman shin common rider (laughs) um comes out comes out so it's essentially city shrouded in shadow but this time they actually interact all we're missing now is yeah i know it's crazy and who would have thought you'd get a crossover where the, the characters can actually interact with each other right and you know just pointing this out katakawa all they've really done with gamera is put him in mobile games Mm. So maybe maybe we could get Gamera in in Godzilla Battle Line as well, and it would be assuming Toho is interested, correct? Right. <laughs> and it would be officially the perfect Godzilla game because it has everything you've mm. ever wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, minus the fact that it's a mobile game. <laughs> minus the fact it's a mobile game, but well, we'll, never, we'll never get a console Godzilla game. Yeah, we got to got to make do with what we
1: can get I suppose. Yeah, we'll
0: just get <laughs> DLCs. <laughs> Speaking of which, Gigabash. Gigabash. Okay. Gotta- so, I don't know have has the video game bonus short gone up yet? Uh what do you mean? Like F- that the the YouTube exclusive where we talk about it for like 15 20 minutes? Oh, no, it has not yet. Okay. I'm still editing it. So, if you want to hear us talk about it before it was announced, uh look at our YouTube channel. Uh we we had a little like discussion that we recorded. Uh it's not very long. It's just like a miniisode uh where we talk about video games and Godzilla. I'm, I'm very, I'll say this. I'm very nihilistic about the whole thing. Um, and this proved my point. Uh, because I, I, I got into a few arguments with people because I was like, it's going to be a DLC. It's, it's going to be just like basic. It's going to be like the call of duty stuff. It's going to be like fall guys. It's going to be a DLC. And once it's out, it's out.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a little bit better than say Call of Duty because you can actually play as True. Godzilla rather than just um, he exists on the map and you shoot at him and for a while until you get like like a kill streak or whatever where you can um, uh, get him to shoot his atomic breath in like a
0: spot. Right. I mean, so. Gigabash announced Godzilla's in the game. And we got the reveal. It's Heisei. Yeah. I'm I'm happy it's Heisei. I like Heisei. I miss, oh, yeah, same. I miss the time when Heisei was like the face of the franchise. Now it's kind of like Shin. Shin and yeah. Legendary. it's
1: either Shin or Legendary, which yeah. I can live with Shin being a face. I don't like him as the face, but I can live with him being as a face. Mm-hmm legendary
0: uh, i'm kind of sick of seeing that design <laughs> yeah plus to me when you're talking about godzilla you don't want the face of your franchise to be something not truly like what the franchise is which i think both 20 uh, both legendary and shin aren't because you know legendary is legendary pictures it's an american godzilla it's not the Mm. japanese one and shin godzilla is made to be very different not your traditional godzilla which i feel like heisei embodies the perfect like
1: oh definitely heisei is the perfect sort of middle ground Mm -hmm. plus it's just in general like the most iconic of the classic godzilla designs you know
0: i agree uh because you know, sometimes he looks a little cute depending on how well you do his wrinkles. Um, mm-hmm. And then sometimes he looks like a complete and total uh, monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i will <laughs> say that. I We got to keep a G. Yeah. G for Godzilla. <laughs> and I mean, Heisei is the only Godzilla to get the official – Motion Picture Association of America rating of traditional Godzilla violence.
1: <laughs> um but I think it's also good because like you know Gigabash is a very tokusatsu inspired game. I I don't think it would be I don't think it would sit right with me to see um Legendary or Shin
0: mm-hmm. in,
1: in a game like Gigabash which is clearly a lot of its designs clearly take inspiration from particularly Ultraman kaiju. Like some of them derive straight from like gyango Bolton, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they haven't announced it, but there's other, there's like one or two other kaiju coming in, right?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Gamaru's teased a Mofra. Um, I've also heard ninety eight. I yeah, I heard something about ninety eight, which I which is unexpected. I am not necessarily against it, but like, it's an odd choice. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's an odd choice. Um, I've talked about this with a couple people, but I think Gaigan should be top priority to get into that game.
0: Yeah, why is that? He, he just fits perfectly
1: in with the art style. Does there any sort of 70s guy-gang design fits perfectly amongst the roster, I'd say. Interesting.
0: Yeah, see, okay. So, Plus he has a good set of abilities too. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely recommend people go to listen to that minisode when that goes live. Um because that was before the announcement that was kind of just speculating um so you'll you'll understand what i'm about to my take a little bit better um but i i'm just gonna just not beat around the bush good for Gigabash. i'm excited i'm happy that they got the dream license they've been wanting um it's a huge step forward, I think in Godzilla gaming. But at the end of the day, it's also the to me as a non gamer as somebody who I'm I'm not going to sit here and say I'm I'm an expert or I'm the definitive Godzilla gamer because I'm not <laughs> I, I've I've played uh, Destroy All Monsters Melee Unleashed uh, Save the Earth. I've watched Godzilla PS4. I've played Monster of Monsters. I've played Super Godzilla. I'm sorry for you. And... I own all the Game Boy games. And I think I own the DS game. So, like, that's me. I own the games. I've played half of the American Godzilla games. So... I'm by no means an expert, but to me, I've also played some of the mobile games. To me, what this is, is I see it as exactly the same thing as Fall Guys, Call of Duty, PUBG. Uh, Has there been any other Godzilla crossovers? Um, PUBG, Fall Guys. I want to say there was like one other. There might have been, but it's not on the top of my head. It it was irrelevant. Yeah. My point being, it's a DLC. It will be a thing that's temporary, and then when it's gone, if you got the DLCs, you can keep using them. If you didn't, you're out of luck. Mm -hmm. And it's... I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. Good for you guys. I hope you guys... Love what you do. I hope it does great for your game. But sitting here, I can't get excited because it's not Toho announcing what we actually want. It's it's like, don't look behind the curtain. It's not a Godzilla console game. Even though Giga Bash was released for consoles, it's not a Godzilla console game. Godzilla's a DLC that will be temporary, and when the DLC's over, it's over, and that's that. It's not mind you, to- assuming
1: assuming they don't write the contract in a way where like it'll still be purchasable for like a fair long t- until the game basically like leaves the store
0: entirely you know sure Uh, but i don't i don't see that happening because i think that it it depends depends. it it really depends i feel Um, like that license would have been too expensive for a probably but like it really depends sure sure um also the fact that they they announced it and then like it's coming out december 9th right that's when the dlc goes live yeah i can't help but think it's not a lot. It's just those, it, they'll probably re, I think they're just going to reuse a lot of assets in new skins. I mean, from what I
1: understand, it's it It sounds like it's just going to be character DLC. Um, so, like, they'll probably sell, like, because there was a tweet I saw from um, someone. Working who on was, it. Worked on Gigabash. Who was suggesting, like, hey? Who did a poll, like, hey, what prices should we do for like character DLCs? Mm-hmm. And they were like one ninety nine, two ninety nine, et cetera, et cetera. You know.
0: So the fact it's that tells me that it's not. I just I don't see this as a win. I don't see this as something big. I see this as oh, it's another one of these situations. It'll go on for about three months, and then it'll be over.
1: I, I think three months is a very short time given this is a little bit different to Call of Duty and uh, I'd probably give it at like at absolute least like a year or two. But even then, it could end up being longer.
0: I don't think it uh, will be that long because if mm-hmm. a company like uh, Microsoft with Call of Duty could only afford the... Yeah, laptop, but that was a limited event, you know? That was a limited event. Fair
1: fair because that wasn't a full-on dlc that was not a paid dlc that was a limited event i guess uh, fall guys it's fall guys it's a skin and so like with skins like that with every license in like Fortnite and um Fortnite. <laughs> it's like they'll appear in the store uh one time they'll appear again some months later they might appear again some other
0: months later you know so isn't that what it sounds like Gigabash is doing? Am I wrong?
1: No, Gigabash is actually playable like characters that you can play in like presumably in the multiplayer and well, almost definitely in the multiplayer and presumably the single player modes. So like Mortal Kombat? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, pretty much like uh Mortal Kombat guest characters, yeah. Okay. Bit of a bigger game, but even though like um Mortal Kombat Uh, 11 is sort of nearing the end of its lifespan, and I think MK12 is already in development. I could be wrong. You know, when it go back to MK10, you can still buy, like, the Alien, Predator, and Jason Voorhees DLCs, you know? Okay. And that game's been out since, like, 2015, I think. So, like, I don't think... Gigabash's DLC license will necessarily be as long as, say, MKX, um, assuming it's a temporary thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be three months short. That that would be absurd, I think. I don't think they would agree to that.
0: Okay. I just, keeping in mind that it's, like, an independent game, mm-hmm. so much so that, like, one of the main developers tweets out, hey, how much you want us to charge for this? Yeah, it's like I get where you're coming
1: from, but yeah, I, I feel like three months would be absurdly short. Well,
0: because like for a market license to sell Godzilla merch, it's like a thousand dollars for one day. I I don't know. Like you have to license the characters, and then you have to like license like the ability to sell those characters. Mm. I don't see Gigabash being able to do it for a very long time. I just don't see yeah. that.
1: Perhaps not, but it really it, it really depends on the terms of contract. I mean, Godzilla's video game rights could be a little bit different to other merch rights, um, as well as that. Like perhaps Toho's changed their prices too. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you never really know unless you you know actually
0: involved in the deals. I suppose this is true. This is very true. I'm. Like I said, I have a very nihilistic outlook on it. I recognize that I don't, I don't have the popular opinion or the majority opinion in this case. Video games are just not my thing, you know. Okay,
1: right, fair enough. For for me, as someone who sort of, I don't really play video games much anymore. But like, I still try to every now and again, you know, when I have time and the motivation. Um, Mm -hmm. for, for someone like me, I think, you know, it's, yeah, it's not a new, like, fully licensed full on like console Godzilla game, but like, it's honestly the best we're going to get for like
0: a while. I think I I don't think we'll get anything better. Um, and that, that's the big thing is like, Toho is not going to do a console game. Like, I don't know what it's going to take for them to finally, like...
1: I wouldn't say it's impossible for us to get a new console game, but
0: realistically, I think it would be
1: Japan-exclusive.
0: I agree. I mean, when they did the mobile game launch, like, three of the five they've done have been, like, canned. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: No, there's still about
0: three left, yeah. But, like, two of them, like, aren't even updated. Yeah, but,
1: like, uh, yeah... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's so, the I mean, collection oh, or whatever I mean, it was called lasted a few years, I think.
0: I yeah. Think. Battle line is the only one that is still kicking. Yeah, that one's
1: like actually um, got some steam in it, really.
0: And I don't even think I can get it from my phone. I don't think it actually is
1: I play it. It's 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 fun. It's a fun little distraction.
0: <gasps> oh my god, I can get it. I'm definitely going to. <laughs> But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. To me, the thing about Godzilla games is it just doesn't work. hmm And... Is it, I don't know. It, I don't know. There, there's
1: just, for me, it's just not enough games really play to, like, Godzilla's strengths, you know, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for the video game format. And I will say it's hard to just directly adapt Godzilla into a video game and for it to be successful as the PS4 game, I think, demonstrated. You can't just make a one-to-one Godzilla simulator and call it a day,
0: you know? Yeah, it, it there has to be this equal balance between Godzilla simulator and fight game, I think, for the proper Godzilla game. Mm-hmm. And that's really difficult. That's really difficult.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I, like, I genuinely think the closest we've gotten to uh, to great Godzilla games are the the iconic in the fandom uh, Atari trilogy, as well as um, Godzilla Domination for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. I think those are legitimately good games. Godzilla games. I, I think there's a couple like other good Godzilla games. Um, I would like to see a Super Robot Wars style um Godzilla game.
0: That is my you, sort of dream one. What what is Super Robot Wars?
1: So basically it's like a turn based um strategy game that's like a mecha um, crossover franchise. Um, Godzilla actually is in uh one of the Super Robot Wars games alongside um Garo, Sentai, Gunhead, Metal Heroes and like a bunch of other characters. Mm-hmm. Um but like Godzilla's not in any of like the main series games on like PC or consoles. Um, yeah, Super Robot Wars is yeah turn-based strategy. There's a Godzilla game that's kind of similar to it that I actually really enjoy. I th- I want to say it's called um, it's something along the lines of Great Monster Mash. It's got like a Chibi style sort of look to it. And I think that game is legitimately pretty fun. And it's honestly like top top ten Godzilla games at,
0: at the very least, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I'll I won't play Gigabash when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's already out, but when the DLC comes out, I'm not gonna play it. Uh, but I entirely support the team behind this. Yeah. And I hope it does well. I I hope it does because that could lead to them, Republic Games, right? It's Republic Games that create a gigabash. I think it's
1: Passion Republic, but yeah.
0: Passion Republic, okay. It could lead to them doing their own Godzilla game. Mm-hmm. And I think I brought that up. Or, even,
1: or even like another or other like licensed games. games, like maybe they'll get an official Ultraman game or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's in the realm of possibilities, honestly. Very,
0: um, very much so. Um. And, you know, I think with the next topic that I'm going to segue in, it's obvious Toho's willing to work <clears> with fans, because... This is true. Uh, we also got the sequel to G vs. G, which is now an official product, official work of the yeah. franchise. Um, Officially
1: endorsed, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So, for those who don't know, G vs. G was a short animated film, Godzilla vs. Godzilla, that... A Godzilla called... vs. Gigan. No, the first one. Wasn't it Godzilla vs. Godzilla? No, it's Gigan. Is it?
1: Yeah, Gaigen's in it. They recreate a shot from they the first scene of like the Gigan Rex short uh recreates a little bit from G, G.
0: Interesting. I just learned something new. <laughs> uh, so They
1: played G, G like right before guygan
0: Rex, so that's how I know this. I see. <laughs> um it was a animated short film made by Gemstone, which is a fan company. They also did a Hedera uh, live action short film. Wait, um,
1: were they the ones who did like the Shin Hedera thing? I'm pretty. Or, sure. What was it? I, I I don't remember. I never oh, wait, saw. No,
0: no, that was Three Y. That was Three Y. I'm no, sorry. I never I never saw that project. So, um, but they did G versus G. And there was a contest for Japanese creators to submit their Godzilla works and the winners would be uh, endorsed by Toho and it would go from there. This is also how Godziban became a reality. Uh,
1: I mean, to be fair, the Godziban guy did have some official presence before, you know. This is Uh, true. Because like he is a – he is – the only person to have an official done an official crossover between Godzilla, Ultraman, Gamera, and Kamen Rider. So
0: this is true, but at least, uh, to my understanding, Goziban was one of the winners that G versus G was also included in that contest, mm-hmm. and that's how they got picked up by Toho to do the Goziban TV show or web series, and which G- also had a
1: big, pres- a fairly big presence in, at um, Godzilla Fest this year. Not they, really on the live stream, but um, in the in person event.
0: I gotcha. I, was there like a live, like yeah? Puppet?
1: There were a couple like live performances um, of like Godziban. Um, they had the bag and puppet in there, like in person on display. I saw that. Uh, that
0: was really cool.
1: Yeah, and they had like a bunch of a bunch of others. Like they had Kamanga, um, Kamakaris, Varan. Which I think that was a I think that Varan one was brand new too, so
0: yeah, pretty cool. And um, the live shows, interesting. So G versus G came out, and then they announced a sequel. Yeah, it was supposed to come out last year, I'm pretty sure, but it got delayed to this year. Um, and we got it this year, and essentially. It's Godzilla is attacking a swarm of Gigans. Your typical Gigan, with a yeah. new redesign. Uh,
1: Millers, I think they're called. It, it was something like that. Gigan Millers, Gigan Miles, something
0: like that. And then all of a sudden, a gigantic, like the the alien queen. Of the Gigans, the Gigan Rex uh, appears and is like super powerful in Godzilla and Gigan Rex fight, and that's that. It's it's nothing too shocking. Um,
1: yeah, it's just another sort of short um, battle um, animation. It, there's it's not. Crazy, exciting story-wise, in
0: particular. The the only thing is, there is back and forth on what where this short these two short films exist.
1: Well, because it is heavily implied at the very beginning that this is this is a sequel to Godzilla vs. Destroyer.
0: But here, here is the thing. Here is how I interpreted that opening. So you've got Megumi Odaka. Uh, Odaka, who's doing the voiceover, talking about there was a great fight and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The opening shot is the same shot at the very end. So my interpretation—a homage to Destroyer as well. It is a homage to Destroyer, but my interpretation is they're pulling one of those things where they're showing the final shot at the beginning. With somebody narrating the great battle, and then it's showing what that great battle was. I don't, I don't feed into the idea that it is a uh, sequel to Destroyer. Personally, I, I think that is a misinterpretation. Well, I think it was supposed to be like a wink at the camera, like, oh, we got this actress. Oh, we're redoing this shot. Oh, we're saying there's a great battle. But I, I think at the end of the day, it's just a homage and it's all just in that I mean, EVG I mean, universe. Uh,
1: officially speaking, obviously, like this is just a Toho endorsed fan project. This isn't literally our sequel to Godzilla of Us Destroy. This isn't our like official, like, Junior sort of series. Um, but I do genuinely think that it was the intention that, yeah, the creator, um, I forgot the director's name, but he, I do genuinely believe he wanted it to be, you know, a sequel to Destroyer. I mean, like Megumi Odaka being the voice, the narrator, obviously she played Miki in the Heisei films. It's Been a quarter century since you, quote, disappeared, referring to Godzilla. Destroyer released in 1995. It's been a bit over a quarter century, but, you know, whatever. Slight discrepancy. Um,
0: Well, Destroyer did take place in 96. That's true.
1: That's true. And wasn't this supposed to come out in, like, 2021?
0: Yeah, so it it does line up timeline-wise. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the
1: it people thought it was fine because it had been peaceful. But then they came. Line sort of implies that you know, n- while this the shot we're being shown is obviously at the end, um, the actual narration is referring to, um, you know, sort of like talking about the past and now Godzilla in the present. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I I think it was like pretty. I think it's pretty cut and dry that it was the intention to be a sequel to Destroyer. Like, um, I doubt it'll, if it's, if I doubt it's officially going to be recognized as canon, you know? But. Sure.
0: I mean, they did leave it kind of up to interpretation for a reason. It's,
1: yeah, it's, it's not gonna, they're not going to directly say it. it's, what are your thoughts on the, um, short itself uh, overall? Like, the battle? I mean,
0: so, once again, not a fan of animation, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not the end-all, be-all, and I'm going to be on the opposite side of most people's opinions. Um, I think the designs are cool. I'm not sold on the Gigant design. Yeah, um, same.
1: So I think Gigant Rex is a little better, because um, at least that's its own
0: sort of original variant. Mm-hmm. I I didn't care for how anime he felt, but I mean, it is technically an anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no...
1: Gigan Rex is cool, you know, it's kind of, it, it. the short feels very Arno-inspired with how Gigan Rex is, like, portrayed, how it's shot, and also the music choices with, like, classical Beethoven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, it feels some, like something you'd see out of, like, the rebuild of Evangelion
0: films, right. like Ava 13 or something. I definitely agree with that because I def- while watching, I was like, "Gigan Rex feels kind of angelic." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: it 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 definitely feels something like that. And you know, the short itself was directed by someone who has worked um, on Shin Ultraman as well. Oh, really? Um, and possibly Shin Godzilla. Yeah, the director, Takuya Takuya Uenishi, I'm butchering that last name. Um, After the short premiered, they had a little interview with him where they showed off concept art and storyboards. And yeah, on his credits, there was Shin Ultraman, and I think he may have mentioned that he worked on Shin Godzilla.
0: As like a VFX I could be wrong on that.
1: Yeah, as a VFX artist. I think for Ultraman, he was like a character designer. I want to say I I could again I could be slightly wrong on that I I was going off uh, Google Translate for what he actually did (laughs) so you know up to your discretion on how much of that part you want to believe but it was Shin Ultraman
0: I see I gotcha um I you know and I'm not a huge fan of Ono, so when (laughs) that that didn't rub me like the best it was like okay (laughs) okay Okay. Cool, I guess. Um not a huge fan of that. Uh and it's it's a, essentially a fan animation endorsed by Toho. So yeah. the animation's not like top tier. It's, yeah, it's very it's very light, like it doesn't feel heavy at all.
1: Yeah, particularly when Guzzle like froze the gagans around.
0: Yeah. It, that um, scene, that part especially. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I'd say the animation, like the actual rendering also looks, I don't think it looks as good as the first G first G short. Mm-hmm. Um, may, mainly with the shots that they recreate from that first one at the very beginning, like again, slashing the, um, the jet planes, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that just looks less detailed. So, it it was a little bit jarring, like coming off the first G versus G shot, which they played like maybe five minutes before they premiered this one.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, and the whole Ghidorah homage, I wasn't a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's one of the le- the one of the most like least interesting parts of Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, just because Kawakita's string work is abysmal mm-hmm. but i mean i just was like okay i've seen this before so i visually there's a lot of stuff that i've seen before um yeah i mean even the style of animation reminded me of godzilla versus evangelion 3d or whatever mm-hmm. that was called what the pachinko one
1: or um the, it was the amusement universal
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah I mean that goes back to my point of this feels very Ano inspired.
0: Mm-hmm. I was gonna just bring missing that up.
1: all the crazy camera angles.
0: Yeah, and the text on screen. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, the two Anoisms. <laughs> if he has those, it's Anoized. Yeah, you're, even if it's directed by Higuchi. In air quotes, directed.
1: Yeah, supposedly Ano was basically shadow directing.
0: Supposedly.
1: I mean, he's got credits on like almost every part of Shin Ultraman, so
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like saying, "Oh yeah, uh, Rex hosts the uh, Rex hosts the podcast." I mean, well, I guess if you were Anno in this case, you do because you edit and you yes. record and you research. The only things you don't do are post and make the 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 uh, artwork. Maybe Rex is secretly the shadow owner of Kaiju Conversation. <laughs> You'll never know. You'll never know. But I mean, overall, it's it was a short film. It was all it's right. Cool. I think. I think some of the music choices could have been
1: a little better. Like, yeah, um, particularly at the end when Requiem from uh, Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Yes, is that was that was horrible. very out of place. And like everyone I've talked to agrees that that just does not fit at all. <laughs> and Oh, yeah, and the like whole that,
0: burning Godzilla knockoff. Yeah,
1: the white Godzilla up. power-up, that just happens with, like, no build-up.
0: Yeah, and it comes out of nowhere. It's a
1: short film, but, like, he just does it.
0: It's, it's almost <laughs> as unnecessary as Fire Godzilla from Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, but at least that sort of has some build-up to it. Yeah, it has, has some impact. Build-up.
1: <laughs> that too
0: <laughs> and as soon as i said that everybody closed out the episode goodbye oh, everybody happened. yeah you sorry
1: out on a discussion on the yeah. other short oh well
0: yeah actually uh i mean i don't really have much more i could say about this one besides you know i i it, it felt rushed and honestly. I would say I mean, that both of the short films in this felt a lot more rushed than the ones prior um this could segue into the next one unless you wanted to to go off of that.
1: I don't know probably the only thing I have really to say is mm. i don't know it's it's a small team that worked on this, you know it is a fan right. project like. I like. I don't think we should be going in expecting like this it's to be cinema. the other film we're going to talk about after the short films. I imagine. Yeah, the other big announcement that happened.
0: Yeah, Shin Gamera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wish. According uh, to uh, Higuchi, Shin Gamera already, already, already
1: physics, Yeah, with the Hazo series. Yeah,
0: but if you want to, uh, and I brought up that I felt like it was rushed in that is both of the short films compared to the last one, which uh, kind of sets the mood I have for Godzilla Fest 3 Gigan's Attack. Isn't that the title of... Yeah,
1: um, Godzilla short- Fest 3 Gigan's Attacks Invasion, whatever, Fest Free Godzilla, whatever, where you want to put the words around.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so before we get into the negativity I have, I want to say it's awesome that they were able to build a new Gigant suit, even though they did a Kickstarter for it. Kind of stupid. Yeah, that that I'm a bit mm, iffy on. Like, yeah. Like, Toho, you just made a ton of money off of this. <laughs> yeah. You literally just got a ton of money to do this. You don't mm-hmm. need money for it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's literally Toho, you know.
0: Yeah, it's like, the largest film company in Japan. Yeah.
1: Owns pretty much most if not all theaters in Japan, you know. I
0: think it's 95%. Yeah, something exactly, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um plus working with Universal <laughs> and Warner Brothers. Yeah. And like every other company in the you know, in Japan, Sony Pictures. Uh Yeah, Toho could afford that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it did get uh, Shinichi. Wak-
1: yeah, Shinichi Wakasa. Wakasa. And uh, uh, his dropped. company, Monsters Inc. Yes, uh,
0: I was so happy to see his his company credited in the uh, credits because that that brought me back to the Millennium era, which is. A lot of. I mean, not that, we get
1: another Wakasa suit uh, making another um, return. His final Wars design. This is true.
0: So, I, I thought it was cool that we got Suit Nation. I will always welcome Suit Nation back.
1: Oh, know. definitely. This was the one that I and many other people were excited for with this event. You know, this is mm-hmm. what everyone was staying up for. Um, um, which is why they put it at the tail end of it, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah I uh, I didn't even realize, because I had stayed up all night, I was working, um, and I realized, oh, I can go watch this, so I, I hopped on the stream, it was about over, but I just rewound it, like, 20 minutes, and I found it, so I watched it. Yeah. Um, but I was underwhelmed by it. Yeah, I... I
1: I enjoyed it, but it didn't quite like. I think it's a better short than the Hetera one, but it didn't quite wow me as much. You know, I like the Hetera short more. I I don't know, I, I think this one's a bit better overall. Like, I I think it's made better. There's no like um, Toho building. Like the actual Toho building in the background of this one, um, it's a bigger set. That I, I'd say the effects overall are better. The suits, the gaigan suit, I have I have issues with it, which I'll probably discuss a little later. Yeah, it, it's chubby. Um, he has fat rolls. Yeah, um, the the legs, uh, the the thighs specifically are too big. Um, His neck is thick. The neck is fat and. The, um, like the arms are too, are too... The, the shoulders... I, I don't have an issue with the shoulders too much. I think the belly is too wide. um, But, like, the arms themselves, like, before it gets to the sides, I think those are too thin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like These are all nitpicks in the grand scheme of things. Except
0: like, for the neck. The neck is not a nitpick because it's obvious. When they showed that first <laughs> still, I was like, how many the sugar sweet cakes has Gigan been eating. For, <laughs> oh my God. He's got like a triple chin. <laughs> the man has no neck. It's all chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's not the original. So, you know, or the 73 mythology. suit. Yeah. It, it looks, it looks great,
0: but you know, could be a little better. Mm-hmm. See, I disagree with what you just said about overall. It visually looks better. Um, I found I said that it, it, it could look better. Oh well, I like okay. It could look better. I disagree. I think the header is short utilized camera angles um, and natural lighting a lot better than the artificial, not artificial, but the set lighting in Gigant um and again Mm -hmm. i i I had issue like the close-up shots were cool because of the lighting was properly set so you could see all the details on the suit Mm -hmm. i like that part but everything else like there would be shot like there would be establishing shots of stuff that doesn't need establishing shots or like Reveal shots that it's like. Why do we? This isn't.
1: Oh yeah, no, I I agree with you. I I think the cinematography itself was. not It's a lot like.
0: I I love. Is it the same director? I know the director of the. Yeah, Hedera it's Kazuhiro Nakagawa. Okay.
1: Um, he directed this.
0: And he did Hetero too. Yeah, he did Hetera. He
1: did the first short film. He did Godzilla vs. Ava Universal ride, and um. And I know he did, did Ultraman Z. Yeah, um, well, he wasn't the main director of uh, Z, but but wasn't he the he was episode one...
0: one director? Am I wrong? No, I'm
1: pretty sure that was Kiyotaka Taguchi. Okay,
0: I just I know um, he directed a few episodes in Z. He, he definitely worked on a fair bit of Ultraman, you know. Um, and I thought his camera angles in Hedra, um, were the best. And I, I like, feel it
1: has a couple moments like that, but also sometimes when it's doing that, like when it sort of like goes like through the um, office building.
0: Like, oh, I hated that shot. It, it was like, I, think it,
1: I think the idea is great, but I, I think the actual execution is pretty poor, particularly with like rule of thirds and all that
0: at the very yes. beginning of that shot. I agree. I when when that shot happened I was like, "Oh, I I've always wanted to do shot like a shot like that in a Godzilla movie, but not the way they did it." It 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 felt like they had just went past a half-built miniature building. Mhm. Yeah. <sighs> like it just it it the idea there it, the idea was there, but the execution just took me out of It could have looked a bit better. It could have. So for me, like that that was an issue. Um they need to retire the Godzilla suit. Oh, absolutely.
1: That suit is not looking good, particularly in the neck and the arms.
0: Yeah. It's really puffy. Yeah. Um, like that that's the thing
1: that keeps taking me out out of the short, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it it's that Final War suit. Like, not only does it look the way it's shot as well is – it. I th- that suit looks small. It does. Uh, it looks really small. Which, which is – because I think even – I know it's like one of the smaller Godzilla suits made. You know, It was meant to be lean and all that. But like in Final Wars, I think it's shot pretty well. So like
0: – Well, it's not Godzilla the one
1: looks you – I know it's not the main suit. But like still, they were pretty – they were fairly similar looking suits. Mm-hmm. Um, they were roughly the same size, you know. Like they would have been probably the same exact mold, just like maybe, maybe they're just less. Uh, like the main suit was the original one with like the best paint, whereas the other one's like slightly, slightly less detailed with the paint and a uh, from this and made from the uh, cast. I, I could I could be making that up, but you know,
0: M- maybe so. It very well could be, and I just thought about this. It could be the fact that I doubt they're filming it at high speed. Um, mm-hmm. From the Hetera behind-the-scenes footage, they're definitely not shooting it at high speed in that one. Um, so it very well could partly just be they're not they're not slowing the footage down to make it feel heavy, which helps give it that sense of largeness. And yeah, I think it's also the shot composition too. I agree. I agree. I was about to bring that up. I think it's also just how they film and show the.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's definitely a couple shots where they're shooting it at high speed, like, and slowing it down. Like when the, the bridge gets destroyed, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like Ultraman where it's sort of like, or modern Ultraman where it's sort of inconsistent. hmm. Yeah, like I think Gigan looks, Gigan, I'd say, looks big enough, but it's Godzilla that just looks really small. I'd say, and that was kind of an issue I had in the Hedorah short as well. But I think he, even though the suit, they've improved the jaw a bit since the Hedorah one, the actual it's it's the neck and the arms that are bugging me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like specifically right in like the mouth area. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's like.
1: Like right between where the neck and like the chest is, the folds in that bug me a lot as well. They look really off. The suit needs retired. Maybe <laughs> Yeah, they, I want them to make like a, a, a like a sixties, seventies Godzilla suit just
0: Yeah, and that that I think is also one of the issues was you had the Final Wars Godzilla fighting the show like. Whereas... Yeah, and
1: and and the thing is, the suit actors are portraying them like the show of counteract parts as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, I think the suit actors are doing a great job, particularly Gigan. Um No, Gigan felt like Gigan. Yeah, the personality is is basically perfect. Mm-hmm. But like Godzilla, it's the Final Wars design, but he's acting sort of like a like a seventies Godzilla, really. Bit. Yeah, the color grading too, I have issue with. They've put a blue filter over it that looks awful.
0: Was that I, I, I felt like there was something off, but I also thought um, it could just have been the lighting. Because I, no, I, it's
1: I, a blue filter. It's a blue filter. Like if you actually, if you saw the um, trailer, like the teaser trailer they did, mm-hmm. it's n- n- no shot is anywhere near as blue as it doesn't look in the final project, and and it looks better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Interesting, because I know King of the Monsters type blue filter on this. Oh boy, I know Hetera definitely had kind of like an orange filter over it. Um, Um, I didn't really notice it in Hetera,
1: but this one I found it really distracting, like from the opening moments of this.
0: Yeah. Sorry, my brain just died.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's cool to see um, one of Gigan's unused abilities from uh, Yes Gigan being. Utilized with the laser beam on the forehead,
0: and then I liked how they broke it, like how the Flash was in in Godzilla versus. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> that was a cool. That was a cool deep cut. Mm. Like I said, I appreciate the lighting on the close-ups. I thought the set looked really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some neat references to like the Godzilla tower of some of the buildings yeah. as
0: well. But overall, like I just the hetero short felt more natural and felt more. Yeah. It was more exciting overall getting yeah. it too. Yeah. And the Gigant short did not have the Godzilla versus Gigant ending theme song. Whereas Hedra, I'm pretty sure had a rendition of, uh, I want to say save the earth, but it's, uh, what is it? Uh, Oh my God. Give back the sun. Give back the sun. Uh, I'm pretty sure it had a rendition header edit of that whereas Gaigen yeah, did they, not. Yeah. They play
1: like uh one of the feet one of the Fikube themes reused in again at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But otherwise it's mostly just like um uh against Mechagodzilla music and then the end credit scene is just like the destroyer end credit music.
0: Yeah. Yeah which so, is a
1: little disappointing because i because i agree they should have played like the Godzilla March from Gigan
0: yes maybe get the i don't know if the singer is still alive but maybe get him to re-record it <laughs> or like come out and like sing it live like that would have been awesome they were playing one of the uh, they weren't playing the Godzilla March but they
1: were playing like another song from um Gigan uh live at the actual festival when he when the guy Gensu actually like showed up in person. That's that was awesome. Really awesome.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't like, um, like a live performance. It was just like, they were playing it for the speakers or, mm-hmm. or at least on the live stream they were. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really cool. Yeah.
0: But that's really all I got. Uh, this actually, we've been bringing up Pedro a lot. Um, I wanted to bring up before we get into the big thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up, on Godzilla Day, they also had the Fathom Events Toho screening of Godzilla against Godzilla. And I got to go see it. Um, before the movie, they played the Hedera short. So I got to see Godzilla vs. Hedera on the big screen. Um, and then they showed a making of featurette directly afterwards subtitled. Um, and in it, the dire- I'm pretty sure the director said something along the lines of uh we was don't it
1: people not we're not going for realism yes
0: like? yes i love that it when i saw that i had the biggest grin on my face cuz it's like amen like <laughs> screw realism we don't need that uh it was great and i i remember hearing that and i just thought man I wish I could copy down what he just said because it was perfect. (laughs) Because I would definitely use that in a lot of arguments. But I got to see that. And then they had a introduction by the guy who runs the Godzilla part of Toho, which it was just simply, thank you for coming to see the movie. Uh, We all at Toho are going to continue working to make Godzilla for everybody. Thank you and enjoy the movie it was like, disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's exactly what I expected from you." Um, and then we got to see the movie. The print was horrible. Yeah, it was, it was really dark. Uh there were frame rate issues. The subtitles were not the Sony subtitles. They were there were misspellings. There was timing issues. There was stuff that wasn't even subtitled. Oh, really? Mhm. Um Something I noticed, this did not have the Janus logo in front of it, like I expected. Um, Sony was not a part of this either, even though Sony paid for promotional. Uh, they There was an image that was like, you can get this movie on Blu-ray and DVD right before the film came on. But the only company that's credited is Toho. So this, I'm going to get a little bit of a, a rabbit hole here. Toho now is working with Fathom Events to distribute their films. Mm. Toho is now working with an American company to directly distribute their films. They don't need to go through like Funimation, now Crunchyroll. They don't need to go to Sony or Janice. They now have a company that their prime their, their main area of expertise is distributing films across the America and the globe to screens for people to watch. This gives them the prime opportunity for a distributor for an upcoming film. And this is the perfect segue, unless you want to come talk about the Toho Print of Against Mechagodzilla. A no, it's not really segue. much to say on that. <laughs> perfect segue into what you and I both knew was coming. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I saw it actually happen, I freaked out. Bro, you should have seen it when it happened live.
1: It, like, so it happened at the very, very start of the, um, stream. Like, Mm -hmm. so the event began Shinsuke Kasai, who was the, uh, host of this. Uh, -hmm. he was the reporter in, um, the Gaigan short. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he introduced himself, talked about how he like played like an extra in like various millennium films and was like a dub actor for GVK in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. And then casually, he's just like breaking news. And then me and a bunch of, and like the Japanese fans in the comments of the live stream were already like uh, Takashi Yamazaki film announcement question mark, like before. And then he's like breaking news And we're all just, like, freaking out. Um, Like, is this really happening? Takashi Yamazaki, Godzilla
0: film. I'm trying really hard right now to not, like, (laughs) fanboy. I'm trying really hard because it's hard. I'm holding that back a lot right now. (laughs)
1: Bro, you should have seen it live.
0: So we have official confirmation. We are getting a new Toho Godzilla movie.
1: And it releases
0: on November 3rd, 2020. A year from Godzilla Day, now less than a year. We live in a world where in less than a year we're getting the next Toho Godzilla movie. And it's
1: from an award-winning director,
0: too. Yes, okay. So we need to just dive into this, because this is going to probably end up being the bulk of this episode. Okay, so, I knew about this for a few months. Yeah, we both did. (laughs) We both did. There was a casting call on the Toho Godzilla app in Japan for extras on a Takashi Yamazaki untitled blockbuster monster movie. That was already like, okay, what is this? It's set in the 1940s. It's a giant monster movie. Why are they putting it on the Toho Godzilla app? Hmm. Okay, that was our first thing. Then there were some leaks about people on the set getting, like, little gifts saying Godzilla Zero.
1: Was it little gifts or was it I, – I thought it was like a guy um... – posted on Twitter that he saw one of the crew members holding up like a sign that oh, said, it might've
0: been a sign, yeah. but I know there was like a lamp people were getting. Oh really? I didn't hear about the lamp. Um, there was like a lamp you got or something like a 1940s lamp. Or so. I, it, it was something like there was little things. Probably and, just like
1: little pieces of like set dressing. Yeah. Or
0: yeah. Um, and the title was Godzilla zero. Yeah. Um, while at G-Fest, I got to sit in on a really cool conversation, and one of my friends was like, okay, I just need to know what's up with Godzilla Zero. What is this? And we, we were told it's a Toho Godzilla movie directed by Takashi Yamazaki. It's going to be announced on Godzilla Day coming out next year. Now, this in the same place, We I was also told IDW is working to do another crossover with Godzilla, and that would be announced really soon. That never happened. Um, a lot of stuff, though, they said was true, but this was something like they've never used Godzilla Day for something valuable because the last two Godzilla Days, like we said at the beginning of this, were all about merchandise.
1: Yeah. And then they just casually dropped this at the very beginning,
0: like yeah. So they did this, and they had a teaser image, and it's just a G written in like yeah.
1: I mean, they cool... didn't show the they didn't show the teaser image during. Oh no, they did. Never mind, never mind.
0: Um, it's it's written in a cool font. I love it. Yeah, and it's it's designed to kind of look like Godzilla. Yeah. Um there's not a whole lot you get from this but it's it's obvious what it is supposed to be so where do you want do you want to start with uh that's that's the background that i have um mm-hmm. and then i i'm pretty sure i'm the one who told you about it
1: yeah you were the you were the person who told me about it when the casting call like first showed up
0: and then I, and, I'm and pretty G-Man sure I told was you making
1: posts about it afterwards as well.
0: That's because I told G man. Yeah, and I know. And he started freaking out, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, oh my god!" And then, you know, then I told him the other info, and I told you the info, and then I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not to brag or anything, but you know,
1: um, I mean, let's be honest. what well, what else was it going to be? A Road End movie.
0: <laughs> i mean it could have just been a new it, it, it could this, have been a new film like it that's could have the been only other film. option
1: i could have seen like an original film but you know 1940 setting, specifically post-war 1940s um you know blockbuster monster film toho and on the godzilla app you know
0: it was everything to
1: connect there
0: yeah but here okay, do you just wanna start with there's not a lot known.
1: Yeah, really we am, like the only confirmed information is what we've already established with Takashi Yamazaki is directing uh his VFX company and his other company, I think, Robot, um are uh, like producing this alongside Toho. Um
0: you know So um, Here's what I got Takashi Yamazaki's doing. He's the director. He's one of the producers. He did the story and screenplay as well. And then his Shirogumi is working on the VFX. Yeah, yeah. And that's his company. So this is literally like his baby. Oh, yeah. Like Ano was just director and writer. I mean, Uh,
1: he was pretty heavily involved as a director, though, to be fair. Sure. Like, he was very... Like, he'd go to the VFX... um, He he showed up to, like, the VFX studios, like, every other day, pretty much, on Shin Godzilla, and was working very closely with them,
0: you know? But the difference here is Yamazaki has been trying to do this for... For, like, a decade, pretty much. Over a decade. So... I think we should explain who he is and why we have been blessed with the best timeline. (laughs) So Takashi Yamazaki is a Japanese filmmaker. Duh. Yes, we get it. Whoa. He is directing this, writing it, doing the screenplay. And he's one of the producers. Um, Takashi Yamazaki has done, he directed the film returner, which is like this, matrix uh et kind of blend film from the early 2000s um it's pretty good it's a pretty good sci-fi movie he did a live action adaptation of space battleship yamato in 2010 for toho and tokyo broadcasting uh it's pretty good i mean it's star trek it's essentially star trek but it's pretty good i haven't seen the anime but i've heard nothing but good stuff about it Both the anime and the film. It's a well-received
1: live-action film.
0: It is. Uh, He did the live-action adaptation of Parasite, both films. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard pretty good stuff about those. Uh, He was the screenplay – he did the screenplay for the film K20, Fiend of 20 Faces, which had uh, Godzilla actor Jun Kitamura – as one of the main oh. characters, that was an adaptation of a manga as well, and it was directed by his wife. Um, so he has plenty of history adapting stuff. Um, he recently did a movie called Ghost Book, which was an yeah. adaptation of a child uh, a children's book. Which Ghost Book also had uh, some promotional material that crossed over with Godzilla. Mm -hmm. So there was another... Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But what he's best known for is his trilogy of films called Always Sunset on Third Street. The first two, I know, the first two won Academy Awards for Best Picture in Japan. So he is an Academy Award-winning filmmaker. Now why we bring these two films up is the second one was our first taste of what we have coming (laughs) at the beginning of the film. I'm pretty sure it's the beginning. I believe there's a scene where your main character is driving and it's chaos. And then you see a bright flash of light, like things there's debris flying at the car and a certain theme is playing. And then you see a blue beam cross over the sky and the scene continues on and then we see what it is it's Godzilla. Godzilla in his most famous cameo in any film um people were trying to market it as a new Godzilla movie back in like 2012 um there it was like this lost or this unknown Godzilla movie. I remember trying to track down a copy of it for a long time when I was a wee lad until I realized what it was. Um I'd still love to see it. I, I've yet to watch it. Um And then we, Yamazaki was out. It, the Godzilla design kind of feels like it's GMK, but it's yeah. also different. The it, roar was 98. Um, it was all done with CGI. It was the first time Godzilla was fully CG in a movie.
1: Yeah, and this was coming off uh, – this was in 2007, You know, three years uh, since Final Wars had
0: ended the series essentially for that time period, you know? Mm-hmm. And you could argue that Yamazaki was the one that brought Godzilla to what is now his modern – You all
1: know, know the kicker for when Always Sunset came
0: out? <laughs> what? November 3rd. Really? Yes. Always Sunset 2 or 1? Yes. Yes. Number 2. Huh. So let's fast forward a bit. I believe 2020? No, 2021, I believe. 2021. We get an announcement for Godzilla The Ride. It's a monsterverse. It's a Japanese adaptation of the monsterverse characters in a universal ride that... I'm pretty sure it was a permanent ride. Like it wasn't.
1: Yeah. It's still open now. And they're adding like, a like at this, um, Godzilla fest, uh, during the stream, they, like it was announced a few days earlier that there was like going to be like an escape room expansion or something. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> during, um, the talk about what's called like Izakaya, uh, which I think is like a, sort of like a conversation where you have drinks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, during that where they had um like actors from spe- an actor from Space Godzilla Kiyotaka Taguchi an Ultraman director and uh, Ultraman Z's director and uh, Shogo Tomayama mm-hmm. they showed off um they they like reannounced that um the an expansion like ex- escape room thing to this attraction we're talking about now
0: so interesting so Godzilla The Ride was a fully CG'd um, 4D ride. You would ride it, and like your seats would move with the action, stuff like that. It was directed by Takashi Yamazaki. He also was behind the designs for Ghidorah, Rodan, and Godzilla. The Godzilla from Godzilla The Ride shares a ton of resemblance to the Always Sunset Godzilla. He has the same body build.
1: Yeah, yeah. It really, um, just feels like a mix of like Heisei and that design. Yes.
0: Um, now, when I started getting suspicious, was unlike anything else. They started marketing this design. They marketed <laughs> Ghidorah and Godzilla as Bandai's. <laughs> um, I actually I mean, have the Bandai for Godzilla. To
1: be fair, the Bandai thing is pretty normal. I mean. Right, you got, you but then Zolvers, they announced, Evangelion, and then um, um, what you call it, the uh,
0: Gigan Rex one. But then they announced the X, the X plus. plus, and that's when I was like, "This is weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Why
0: are they marketing this? Why would they spend so much money to redesign the MonsterVerse? Because it's supposed to be a MonsterVerse inspired."
1: Has right. it ever been, like, officially... St- like, obviously, the designs, like, for Ghidorah and particularly Rodan are, like, taking influence from, you know, the monsters. But is it actually, like...
0: I thought it was. I thought it was intended. I, I thought it was, like, inspired by the Hollywood monster. Ver- like, I don't remember, but I remember when it first was announced, like, there was something about being I You see, I thought, that
1: was, I thought that was, like, fan, like... Speculation because, like, the because of the actual designs of like the monsters, particularly Ghidorah and Rodan, you know,
0: maybe I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Because we've been like
1: wing walking Ghidorah again, and um, you know, Rodan literally is like
0: like <laughs> almost one to one, yeah, it's like
1: wish.com equivalent of monster plus yeah. Rodan,
0: yeah. But I, I was getting suspicious because they were marketing Godzilla. Mm. And, you know, then the announcement came and it was just kind of wait to see what happens. Uh, Legendary announced that they're hosting the 70th anniversary Godzilla film, which was weird. Um, because, you know, this was in the works and I, I was confused and I was like, maybe this will be like a summer I mean, the Hollywood. thing is,
1: this, according to, like, the Godzilla.com website, this is supposed to be the 70th anniversary film. They're just, quote, celebrating a year earlier. Really? Yeah, that's exactly what it says on the site. Interesting. So, it's... And that's the, the American Godzilla site, too.
0: Really? Oh, it's... I didn't even think to look on there.
1: Yeah, I only looked on there, like, earlier today, um...
0: And they've already updated that it's coming out?
1: Yeah, it says, um, so there was an article posted on November 4th, production of the latest Godzilla movie confirmed, quote, it's only like one sentence, two sentences long, quote, for the 70th anniversary of Godzilla's inception, we're celebrating a year early. Directed by Takeshi Yamazaki, the latest Godzilla film will will be released in Japanese theaters on November 3rd, 2023. Hmm. That's the article. So for all intents and purposes, this seems to be the actual 70th 70th anniversary film, which makes sense given what little we do know of the project.
0: Huh. Interesting.
1: Because say what you will about GVK and how the sequel's going to be, that does not feel like a 70th anniversary film at all.
0: Godzilla has never been promoted in it 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 doesn't feel like they're promoting Godzilla in it almost at all no it,
1: it like for all intents and purposes we knew it only as like until it was until toho themselves confirmed that Godzilla yes will be in the film for all intents and purposes it was looking more like a Kong solo film
0: mhm yeah cuz when you when you read the the godzilla.com it says godzilla returns to the big screen in 2024 in the untitled sequel to 2021's godzilla vs kong
1: yeah it, the filming in surface paradise looks like a scene of godzilla is presumably making landfall in uh, brazil you
0: know mm-hmm. to me it and like in all the other synopses that have been released it's all about kong mm-hmm. and i've heard some stuff about godzilla's involvement and It doesn't seem like it's going to be a lot. It just doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, which to be fair, he he was barely even in GVK to be honest.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is true. So 70th anniversary film is coming in 2023. It's not linked to anything. Mm -hmm. It's not... I've I've read theories of oh this is a prequel to fifty-four. Toho's not gonna touch fifty-four. Oh definitely not. <laughs> they're not gonna touch fifty-four. Like that would be Toho announcing a remake of seven samurai. They're not gonna do that.
1: Yeah, no. They I, I've Toho can make some stupid decisions, but I don't think they're that stupid. They they
0: they honor they their know. history too much. They respect yeah. their history too much to do that. They know fifty-four
1: is too like, well regarded even even in the modern like american culture alone right? Right. it's pretty well regarded nowadays
0: they they would rather continue to remaster the film and release it than just make a brand new one mhm yeah um i it's not a prequel to 54 toho's not going to produce their own prequel to the monsterverse i've heard that theory it's like no <laughs> no ew ew how dare you suggest that Ew. Toho to, why would Toho do that? There's no reason for Toho to do that. Mm-hmm. And I and like I kind of doubt Takashi Yamazaki
1: would be interested in you know tying his dream project to
0: the Monsterverse, you know. And the other thing I've heard is it's just a brand new thing. And here is my my theory. The film comes out November third, two thousand twenty three this is the first time a Godzilla movie besides the original 54 has been released on November 3rd. Mm-hmm. Toho's already said they want to create their world of Godzilla. If Toho is already marketing the film as the 70th anniversary, why would they not create something spectacular? Why would they not try to go back to its roots and create what they had before? And fifty four was the beginning of Toho's most su- financially successful period. Well, Seven Samurai was, but Gojira was the immediate follow up. I mean, they were two. They were the two biggest budget risks that could have sent Toho broke. Right, and Toho even marketed this film as initially the blo- a blockbuster movie. Yeah it's meant to be a big film. It's being directed by a guy who has won Academy Awards for Best Picture. That's yeah. the equivalent of Steven Spielberg directing a Godzilla movie or mm-hmm. James Cameron or Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. And, it was, and and they wanted to keep it like somewhat
1: under wraps too as well for a fair bit. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. like,
0: the fact sure. they filmed the whole movie without an announcement tells you
1: yeah, and like the fact that it went – like, it didn't go too under the radar in the Japanese fandom, but in the Western fandom, like, only, like, you and I and a handful of other people who followed closely sort of knew about it, you know?
0: Right, and we also asked enough questions to get the answers mm. for what was going on. Yeah. And if you weren't involved with that, you didn't really get that because the people weren't really talking about it. Because nothing no. was
1: official. And even then you still had people like denying that no, this probably isn't a Godzilla film, this is just yeah, another project, you know.
0: Right. We also I remember there were a few nights you and I would go on Yamazaki's Twitter and he would be posting about this film and it, there was a lot of blue screen. I mean there was only like one or two posts he did that, I believe. Right. But I mean It still was like, okay, so you need to. Yeah. Blue screen here. Like. Something very big's going to be here. Yeah. So to me, this is Toho redoing the Showa era as the world of Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And I see this as the beginning to what I'm going to say is probably a new era of Godzilla. Because why why would you attach such a director who has a good enough uh, pro- uh portfolio that he doesn't need like he he could have done he could have you know done something else but he is doing this and it's set up to be released on Ishiro Honda's film's 69th ninth birthday. Yeah. That's a big honor. hmm and, and like the way Toho is marketing it is building it up. And I, I feel like they would have released it in 2024
1: if like if not they, for GVK sequel. Yeah. If, yeah, I'm if, if in agreement look. with that. I think it would have been I think it would have been twenty four.
0: Mm-hmm. But because of the scheduling, they could not do that. Mm-hmm. Probably
1: a probably a term on their contract. Honestly, mm-hmm. similar to how I like, know, they couldn't I, um, release live action films like um, outside of like 2016 um, between like uh, certain years. I forgot what it was exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, 2018 king of the monsters was supposed was intended to, come to come out yeah and then it was 2019 so both of those years were out for toho and then 2020 was supposed to be gvk and then it became 2021 so those years specifically yeah it just wouldn't work out so toho then went to do the anime trilogy and just did that in 2017 and then singular point as well mm-hmm. in 2020 right
1: uh, it it started like production in like twenty eighteen, um, right? Some of the concept art dates, dates back to then for like Anguirus and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, this I think Toho is releasing it here because they have to, mm-hmm. and I, I think the fact that they're going back to the roots says a lot because it is taking place in the late forties post Japan occupation probably. During the U.S. occupation, yeah. of Japan.
1: before Japan was even able to establish its own, you know, self-defense force, even
0: right. Everything about this is like back to its roots, mm-hmm. and I am, I thoroughly believe that Yamazaki is going to create something that is true to Godzilla. Um, a lot of people have been a little. Well, not a lot of people. I read a news report where they were like, there's people questioning Yamazaki as director because a lot of his films end on a very happy note. People don't want that. People are wanting a new 54. Mm-hmm. You
1: see, I didn't hear that specifically. What I what I saw, I didn't see from a news article, but I saw rather like tweets from... Um, Japanese um, fans responding to, like, some of the posts where they were concerned about um, Yamazaki's involvement because of two specific films he directed, um, Stand By Me, Doraemon, and his adaptation of, like, the Dragon Quest uh, video game series. Mm-hmm. Those were the two movies that everyone apparently didn't like, and that's why they were concerned about his involvement. And we're like, but no. those are
0: two... Out of his, like, library yeah. of, like, good films.
1: Yeah, which is why I'm willing to give him a chance, knowing he's, he's a pretty uh, credible director, you could say.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he also has done war films, which I think is another... Benefit. This is true because Can it a
1: great war of a- 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 Ikin um
0: yes which some people were actually confusing
1: for being the working title of, of. um this film because of like a mistranslation on um the website mm-hmm. on the casting call specifically
0: and he's also done uh some dramas uh he did a, the Eternal Zero which is a Japanese war drama
1: His always sunset movies are period piece dramas. mm -hmm. Because those are set in like the 60s, I believe.
0: mm -hmm. Yamazaki has enough work. Space Battleship Yamato is kind of a war film, but it's set in space. Uh, He even did a movie called uh, Friends Mononoke Shima uh, no Naki, which is Friends Naki of Monster Island. (laughs) <laughs> which is an animated film uh, he directed that Toho distributed. I don't know exactly what the monsters are, but the fact that, you know, it's Monster Island, it's based off of a Japanese children's novel. He does a lot of adaptations. Mm-hmm. And if I mean, two if of I his... I
1: Ghost Book has like a sort of dragon monster thing in it as well.
0: I Yeah, I heard that as well. Um, it's in the trailer, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I, I I think I think Yamazaki is perfectly qualified to direct mm-hmm. this film. I think Yamazaki can bring a modern. He he, he can't redo Fifty Four. Fifty Four would not work in the modern day. No, absolutely not. It's too slow for fans. Mm -hmm. But I believe that Yamazaki can do a true to the source material adaptation that is exciting and understands what it needs to do to create what it is. Mm -hmm.
1: I still can't wait for the general American reaction of this is boring because it's set in like the 40s or something like that.
0: (laughs) Hang on, I'm I'm checking something real quick just to make sure there isn't any other info I got here.
1: Um, I mean, details have been kept pretty vague. Like they they have, like we're calling it Godzilla Zero, but like that's not an officially confirmed title yet. Correct. That is a rumor at the moment.
0: Um, That's speaking of rumors, there was a supposed plot leak.
1: Yeah. Did you conveniently, read this part? conveniently happened like just up, like less than a week after the official announcement, you know? Mm-hmm. Not so, not while it was filming. Not
0: like before. Have that. you have you read it? Yeah, I have. Okay. So I'm just gonna say this here because I don't like it. Hmm. That is not the plot of the film. Definitely not.
1: (laughs) So, that does not
0: seem real at all. So, to summarize it Dr. Sarazawa's family's dead. Dr. Sarazawa hates Godzilla. Dr. Sarazawa finds out there are two Godzillas because Godzilla has a friend. One of them looks like a whale, one of them looks like actual Godzilla. Doctor Sarazawa kills one of the Godzillas, and the other Godzilla's all alone. And he's destined to die alone. Just like most god Nope, I can't say that on on, on Mike. <laughs> just like me, we'll go with that one. So a huge BS stamp on that one. Oh definitely. Uh, I reached out to a few people with the links. I'm like, is this true? And they're like, no, 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 it's not. And I was like, thank God. Mm. Um, because it, it essentially... Well, it was also going to point out like how awful America is yeah. and whatnot. But like, I was like, mm, I don't see... I don't see them going with this approach. I, 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 had,
1: I feel they could criticize America, but I don't know if... They I necessarily... definitely think they
0: will. Yeah. I, I Here's what I think. I think the film will be about how, after the war, Japan was crippled as a country. Just mm-hmm. everything. The spirit, their military, their economy, everything was crippled. Yeah. And during this time, if a kaiju attacked... Your country, who's already crippled, is screwed, and so it is going to be about the fact that Godzilla attacks a already crippled and defeated nation, and they have to rise up to the occasion and not let this destroy their country because mm-hmm. it could single-handedly destroy Japan entirely. Yeah. And I, mean, I think that so. is a great stake. I think that stake is great because that's something that has not been explored in a Godzilla film. Mm-hmm. Cause,
1: hmm. particularly with as as mentioned before, the you know the self defense force was not established by that. Right.
0: This would be America, which is definitely not trying to like protect Japan at this time. They are mm-hmm. just trying to. They they will have the bare minimum to just make sure Japan doesn't go. Outside of what they're allowed to do. Yeah. So it will be a defenseless, defeated Japan against Godzilla. Yeah. Which has never been done before. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really allowed to be done before. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like what could have been. And. I remember, and I think it's in Cowlett's commentary for 54, he brings up to boost the nation's spirit. They really couldn't show and make movies about World War II because their team, their military is always on the losing end of that. They couldn't twist it any other way. And here, now they're willing to show that. At least... That's my theory of what this is. Mm. And I think this could be one of the most politically charged films.
1: Oh, definitely. This... <laughs> yeah, just this time setting alone with that.
0: It,
1: it's... It, it opens the realms of possibilities to explore a lot of different avenues.
0: Mm-hmm. And... I, to me, I'm more excited for this than I am Shin Godzilla uh, when I when Shin Godzilla was announced. And part of that, I think, is just simply the fact... Anno... It, it's interesting. Anno did a, a modern adaptation. And
1: mm-hmm. I feel
0: like Yamazaki is going to do a traditional adaptation. Mm-hmm. We're going to see two completely different sides of Godzilla... And I hope that this proves that traditional Godzilla better. <laughs> is better Is um, better, because I, John Carpenter said it best, modern Godzilla – he was specifically talking about the Hollywood films, but I'm going to talk about Shin as well and the anime series – doesn't have the heart that the classic era did. Mm-hmm. And if anybody – if any director – has the ability to do that. Yamazaki, I think, is the guy to do it. Mm-hmm.
1: You see, my big concern with that is uh how is, this, is how, a, how is Godzilla himself going to look in the film?
0: Like, I'm a little, I'm scared about the design. I'm concerned about the design and the CG.
1: Okay, well, okay, the CG might not be too bad. Like, honestly, like. Shin Ultraman, like, pro- like this is probably gonna have better CGI than Shin Ultraman, and I'm and I was kind of fine with Shin Ultraman CGI, honestly. Uh, It'll
0: have probably on par with Shin, if not better.
1: I, I, I hope it's better looking than Shin. But the thing with Shin is, is that it's design tried emulating some of the texture of like suitmation Godzilla. Mm -hmm. I'm concerned this one may not do that. And it'll sort of, it'll look, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it'll look too modern per se, but it'll look, it, it just won't look quite as real as Shin did in
0: certain shots, you know? We'll have to see. Cause I feel like Yamazaki is not going to try to cater to the classics like Ano. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see him true, doing that. True. Ano like for better or worse, Ano definitely
1: is an otaku at heart and loves, you know, referencing and recreating things as well. You know. Loves the classics. I mean replaced Shira Sugisu's um recreations of Akira Ifukube tracks with like the original recordings of said tracks like pretty last minute change in Shin Godzilla as well you know and it was him hmm. and Higuchi who who um vetoed against giving Shin a more natural um texture to his designs that the um designers were originally um going to do with the with the monster you know
0: mm-hmm. if we're if we're also talking about like traditional godzilla and whatnot this there's one thing that i think we also should talk about mm-hmm. and that is the music because one thing toho godzilla has not done is create original music since for the live action since 2004 um and in a lot of yeah there's only been
1: like one live action
0: (laughs) but like even even in like the short films and whatnot they've resulted to a lot of reusing tracks
1: Mm -hmm. i mean shin at least shin at least had original tracks and they're they're pretty memorable original tracks as well like who will know they're pretty bad you are objectively wrong.
0: I'm not uh, objectively wrong. You are wrong.
1: objectively wrong. I am not. You are terribly, terribly wrong. Shira Sigisu's music is great. I will not stand for this.
0: Um, but I I was talking to a few friends of mine, and we have kind of agreed that there's only one person that could do this score. Yeah. Because if you look at all of Takashi Yamazaki's films, he has one guy pretty much doing all of them.
1: Yeah, and that guy even worked on Godzilla The Ride.
0: Yes, and Always Sunset on 3rd Street too, which his rendition of the Ifakube theme is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very bombastic, mm-hmm. which um, past composers who had tried to encapsulate that kind of lost when doing the Fukube theme. Um, of course, Shunky XL did tremendous thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God! Sato also has won Academy Awards for best scores. Mm-hmm. I I see this as the perfect chance for Toho to set up a dream team mm-hmm. for this. Now. What I, I'd love to see Takashi Miike get a crack at Godzilla. I'd love to see...
1: Uh... I mean, Takashi Mike has worked with Toho for Godzilla-related things. Like, there was some sort of TikTok competition um, that Toho did um, that Takashi Mike was involved with that was Godzilla-related. Mm-hmm. I don't really um... know all the details on that.
0: But, like, it'd be cool to see that. I'd like to see Kaneko get another shot at it without studio meddling. I'd like to see Ryuei Kitamura, now that he has, like, mastered his craft, like, try to redo and, like, do another Godzilla movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he went back to one of his um, other film series recently. Like, you know, Sky High? I'm pretty sure it was Sky High, where his newest movie that's like, he's still promoting on, like, his Instagram and stuff. Is like a spinoff of Sky High. I'm pretty sure.
0: Is it an American film or is no, it? it's a- Japanese. It's Japanese. Okay. Have you seen?
1: Do you do you follow any of like his social media?
0: I don't.
1: Okay, so he's been posting like a film. It's it's like a post of like these free girls, and from I looked up the film's title, and apparently it's based off like a manga that was a spinoff to sky high which itself was already based off manga i believe
0: so it's a adaptation of a sequel of an adaptation of a manga to my understanding something like that yeah is it the three sisters of yes 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 okay yes i feel like i've heard of this
1: before yeah I don't know. He's been post- he's been um promoting it a lot. It came out like very recently. Interesting. Uh, while well, this movie at least.
0: I'm also I while we're kind of talking about like what we hope, I really hope this film has like a nice set cast. Mm-hmm. Like I can't wait for Godzilla Zero's cast to be announced because the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. Like who are they going to bring back? Is Jun Kanemura gonna be able to? I was gonna
1: suggest Kanemura.
0: <laughs> can he appear play like the yeah, prime can, minister? Can, can we bring him into his like third Godzilla film? Is it third? Yeah, because he was in um, Final, Final Wars Wars was in Shin. Shin. Okay, yeah. I mean, everyone um, was in Shin, but you know, Kumi Mizuno, maybe Kenji Sahara,
1: like bro. We come on, one more Kenji Sahara appearance one, at least. One more can Aragot
0: film movie. One last. Um like uh, there's just I I don't want fan service. I want Yamazaki to do I want to do I want him to do his own thing. Yes. But I hope he can also put in the obvious love he has for this Mm. franchise because you do not work on a cameo in a film from 2007 and keep pushing and pushing to get to a point where you make a ride based off of the character you love and then push again and get this involved in the film because he his company is working on the vfx he's writing the film the screenplay he's producing it he's directing it mm-hmm. this is like his literal child yeah this will be i can't wait to find out how long he's been working on this film because i assure you when it comes out it's we're gonna find out he's been like since shin godzilla he's been trying to do this i guarantee it
1: i mean honestly like he's from like Chances are he's probably had, like, ideas for this film for, like, decades on end, honestly.
0: Mm -hmm. And now he can do what no other director has done for 20 years. And that's bring, bring Godzilla back to what he was. And I hope that this isn't like a Great Yokai War, where like the American fan base is excited because it's Gashmik and it's Great Yokai War and Daimajin's in it, and it bombs. I want this to be. Oh, I
1: hope this is this is successful.
0: I if this is successful, then that proves Godzilla is king,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because kaiju films in the last few years have not performed well in Japan. No. What to Do with a Dead Kaiju, Great Yokai War 2 Guardians, Godzilla vs. Kong, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, um, the anime trilogy, Attack on Titan, those two films, um, things aren't performing that good, especially in recent times, especially What to Do with a Dead Kaiju and (laughs) Great Yokai War Guardians. Mm. Oh, What to Do with
1: a Dead Kaiju, absolutely bombed. Although it, to be oh, fair, that had that had pretty um, mediocre to poor reception as well. To be fair, because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't very good. It, it was,
0: yeah, not the best. <laughs> but I just Yamazaki, I and this is my concern: Yamazaki needs to be careful and treat this film. With the most care he can, because this needs to be the best it can be. Because if it's good enough, this could birth a new generation of Godzilla. I feel like it's being set up for that. Mm -hmm. And he has everything he needs to create something magical. Yeah. And this is the Godzilla film I've been wanting I've been wanting something that takes it back. And I feel like this is the one to do that. Mm-hmm. I I love the promo image. It looks... I mean, just the, the look of it. It's just a G. Mm-hmm. But the style it's of the so G... It's so simple, yet so... Just so effective. I... I see this G... And I think this is going to bring Godzilla back to what he is. The the, the style of it reminds me of, uh, I mean, it's on the Criterion Seven Samurai. It reminds me of traditional Japanese. Mm-hmm. And I've, I see in this image Godzilla a little bit. And I know that's on purpose. And I'm... I'm ready for this to come out and I'm ready to see whatever it is. And I hope to God that Toho is already looking into that international distribution, whether it's through Crunchyroll or Warner Brothers or Netflix or uh Fathom Events or Janus Films. This film needs distribution. And I think this will be the first time in a long time we've had a Godzilla film that is properly talked about in the West because I don't remember Shin Godzilla until Funimation picked it up. I don't remember Shin Godzilla getting that much promotion outside. I mean,
1: of there China. were articles that um, a new Japanese Godzilla film was in the works uh, when but Shin now, was announced.
0: now they are doing... like, their own English website for Godzilla that will be promoting this. Yeah. So now it's like you have clearly this idea and this motivation to push it to an international audience. Mm -hmm. Do not...
1: They've They've really upped the push for Godzilla as an international brand in the last two, three years or so.
0: And the fact that it took... Less than a minute for the announcement to go from Japanese to English. Yeah, less than a minute because every Godzilla-related account was posting about it, mm-hmm. and it spread. Mm-hmm. It oh, spread it point quickly. That Variety and Deadline discussing film on Twitter, CBR, it went.
1: I mean, clearly, clearly they'd sent a press release out already. Um, for Godzilla Day, at least to variety.
0: Because,
1: mm-hmm. like, they had an announcement of, like, um, Godzilla Island um, in that article where they talked about uh, the Yamazaki film. Godzilla Island was also mentioned for com- about it coming to um, the American YouTube channel for Godzilla.
0: Really? Yeah. Huh.
1: Subtitle? Yeah. Apparently. I didn't know that. It's yeah, just... it, only only Variety was the one to um, talk about that. I don't what know if that it? was mentioned on the on like the first stream. I don't remember it ever being mentioned, unless I missed. I I, I maybe I missed it, but they certainly never showed an image of Godzilla Island um, that I can recall.
0: I'm on I'm I am i am i did not
1: so know that. That seems like it was an exclusive um announcement for variety. Huh. Yeah. Apparently it's it's set to air on the YouTube channel like I think in sometime later this month.
0: Really? Yeah. But I mean, I don't I don't have much more here to say. I I am excited. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I oh, we all are. I have complete and total faith in Yamazaki's ability to kick butt.
1: I think even for my concerns over the how Godzilla himself is going to look in the film, I have faith in the actual writing and drama of the, of the film, I think.
0: And that is one thing I will say for once I feel like we can I feel like Yamazaki will be able to do a proper drama and kaiju movie together because he's good with drama and he's good with action. Yeah. I feel like he can do a good adaptation. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And, and, and the,
1: um, the post-war setting clearly there is a, there is a vision here. There, there is. There is a vision here. And I'm very interested in seeing where, where he, he, where he goes with that vision.
0: Now, I guess there's one last thing I could bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, the future of Godzilla is now sitting in a very good place because we have the hopes of Singular Point Season 2. Mm-hmm. We have Godzilla. Which wasn't mentioned during the stream, though, so... Mm-hmm. so and I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm sure that's going to take a while to make. I'm sure they'll announce true, it next true. year. Hopefully. Um... um I personally believe that this is going to lead to one of two things. One, the world of Godzilla, which is what I want. Mm-hmm. or assuming two, this is
1: successful.
0: Yes. Two, Toho wants to continue the deal with Legendary, and we have this on-again, off-again Godzilla release slate where – we have one Japanese film, then an American film, then a Japanese film, back and forth, giving Toho plenty of time to produce quality Godzilla films. Yeah, because um, keep in mind, this is the first time we've ever had a Godzilla film back-to-back that's live action since 2003 to 2004. Mm-hmm. And if it lasts longer than five years, it will officially be the millennium. Or six years, because ninety eight two thousand and four.
1: Mm. So, I mean, we've and we've got uh, other projects coming too, like um, um, the the Monarch
0: TV show mm-hmm. somewhere in between this. So, the future for Godzilla is bright, mm. and there is a ton of content coming from this. And quite honestly, there, I feel like Toho is finally in making the right moves. Mm-hmm. I think this Godzilla Fest was proof of that because the products they announced was not hot sauce. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> there was I some mean, that of that was, uh, mood. That was like a Gigan one.
0: <laughs> like, there was some of that mood with the food. Yeah, I mm-hmm. meant to do a rhyme there. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I also see it as Toho's also trying to bring out more. Mm-hmm. Now since then I mean, they've bought- reason oh. they've
1: they've um been broadcasting these online um and not region locked it. Mm-hmm. Cause they region locked like SP's um premiere mm-hmm. um which was live on YouTube. Um mind you that was probably to stop uh piracy
0: but still the point's still there. Yeah. So from this, really all I have left is stay tuned. Um, Rex and I, thankfully we both were aware of this and we have plans for how we're going to go about dealing with this next year on the <laughs> podcast. Even though I was aware, and I've made it very clear that I was aware, I was still surprised. I was mm-hmm. still thrilled. I still. I was surprised
1: how early they announced it into the event. Because, as I said before, it was like first, second thing in the event. Like, like hi, I'm Sh- Shinsuke Kasai. Anyways, so new Godzilla movie, here you go. It's going to be better than GVK and um, uh, Shin Godzilla. Because he threw jabs at Shin and GVK during that. Good.
0: <laughs> Neither of them are good enough. I mean, shit, Godzilla's good, but you no. just have wrong opinions. No, you just are too pretentious for your own good. I'm the pretentious one, okay. Yes, you are. Okay, sure, sure. Uh huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that.
0: Yeah, we will go with that. Mr. Hideakiyano is a cinematic genius. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Um, so do you have anything else, Rex? Not,
1: not really. Um, like there isn't, there isn't really too much that we haven't covered. We covered all the big things I'd say. Like there were other parts of the events. Like we got a new look at like the road in 4k, um, which we're never going to see in the U S or worldwide until, like, 10 years later or so.
0: 10? Nice. I'm
1: thinking 15. You know, I'm, give, I'm giving a low-ball estimate. A real low-ball <laughs> You know, if we're lucky. If, if we're very lucky and we go in the ideal timeline.
0: Yeah, we'll only have to wait 3,650 days, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't believe that one f- one bit.
1: Um... And that 4K does look really nice. It, it, it does. Is, it's a major step up from like
0: the Blu-ray. It um, is. Japan. Which like, it also looks like they didn't digitally take out the wires. Yes, yeah, I was going to say that.
1: The wires are still visible um, on like Rodin, which is, which is great to see because that was an issue with um, the Blu-ray transfer. Not only is it this really ugly brown, muddy color, the wires are digitally removed, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is, which is a good thing with Toho's recent four cases that they haven't been, um, removing those wires. They've kept them mostly untouched to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, I unlike, say Suburaya who some of their more recent, um, remasters of Ultraman and seven, um, have been removing little mistakes like that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and the wires, which is disappointing i'd say
0: yeah i would agree i'm not i'm not a huge fan of like the fixing of mm. of these uh these classic films i don't think that's necessary
1: yeah. yeah it's like it's not the only um film that has this issue like star wars pretty infamous for mm-hmm. it um evil dead has some mistakes that are like fixed but you know it, there's, there's a charm that's, like, lost, I'd say. I don't know. But, yeah. point is, the the 4K looks absolutely amazing in comparison to it what it's gotten.
0: And now we have... Finally something to compare to the Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Uh, so we have 54, Rodan, Mothra, Mothra. King Kong versus Godzilla... Ghidorah the three-headed monster, Mothra, Metango, um, versus Baragon. Frankenstein versus Baragon. Mothra versus Godzilla. Right? Yeah. Um, Destroy all monsters. Really um, Hedora. Hedora. Biolante. Biolante. And I think that's.
1: The I last think of, that's like, the classic
0: era. Yeah, and then we have Shin Godzilla, um, twenty
1: fourteen upscale, 2014,
0: King of the Monsters, GVK. Uh, doesn't Attack on Titan have four Ks? Uh,
1: I, I don't, don't believe. Okay. so okay, I I think those are like, I don't think there's four Ks, but if they were, they'd be like Shin Godzilla where they
0: upscale.s Gotcha. Um. um and now I guess we're waiting on Raids Again, Mysterians, Varen, Three Treasures, basically everything else. Does War of the Gargantras have one? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. I, I I feel like there's one
1: film that I'm missing. That, that like Yeah. Missing that
0: Is it film? Astro Monster? It's eight Godzilla e- movies. It's... Yes. Hang on. So, yes. Yes. Astro but, monster. Yes. Yeah. Astro monster. It's fifty-four. King Kong versus Mothra, Ghidorah, Astro monster, Destroy All monsters, Hedoron, Violante. Yeah, yeah those missed, are yeah,
1: the eight. Astro monster.
0: Yep. Yep. I
1: have the Astro monster transfer so <laughs> and I forgot about that.
0: And then we've got now Rodan. Mothra was announced last year. Um, Frankenstein um, vs.
1: um So it's Frankenstein and uh, Matango. I feel like a Free Treasure's one exists, but I don't think it actually does. Um,
0: no, it definitely does not. Hmm.
1: There, there was another um, there was a Tsuburaya war film that was also restored around the same time as um, Frankenstein and Matango. It it was, like, 1940s. I don't remember which one.
0: I I think I remember hearing about that one.
1: Yeah. So I'm probably thinking of that when I'm, like, saying, oh, there was another Toho movie that was remastered. I'm probably thinking of that one.
0: I think so. Unless it was, like, a Kurosawa film, which I don't remember. Okay.
1: I'm sure there's... Fifth. I'm sure there's like 4K
0: remasters of something. I don't think but there is. I don't think then, there is. Not even think so. I don't think so. Unless seven. You'd
1: seven... be sitting on money pits. I swear.
0: Hang on, let me, because I'm pretty sure the Criterion Blu-ray is. Oh no. Kotaku, in 2016. So it was going back okay, yeah, it has a four K. Never mind. Okay, it yeah. it has a four K. Cause,
1: Cause I genuinely would be shocking for them not to do a four K of seven samurai of all films, you know.
0: But there's also I mean, for God's
1: sake, it's like fifty four has like two four. Fifty four has
0: one, King Kong versus Godzilla has two.
1: Are you sure fifty four only has one? Yes. I, I thought yes. it
0: was two. Um but the Seven Samurai 4K was hasn't been released outside of theaters in 2016. Oh,
1: of course, Toho Not is sitting on, on money. Not even on TV. Uh,
0: uh-uh, it just says theaters.
1: What? Jesus Christ! I, I'm, I don't understand why Fifty Four hasn't been released on 4K Blu-ray.
0: Because 4K Blu-rays in Japan don't make money.
1: I, I get that, but like, the only ones, like, are in Japan, at least, is Shin presumably the MonsterVerse movies you can buy in 4K over there? Mm-hmm.
0: Ninety-eight um, and King oh, Kong yeah, versus ninety-eight.
1: We forgot about that. Um, and yeah, King Kong versus God. Yeah. That is genuinely disappointing that we're like never going to get these on 4K um, mm-hmm. because these are really good transfers too. They like, are. They're, I, I, I've they're heard beautiful. Even, I've heard there's issues with like the Mofra and like the Matanga one, but like compared to what we have, you know, it's particularly with like the Godzilla ones, like compared to what we currently have,
0: right? I mean, it's cheapo HD transfers from the late two two thousands, or fair uh, twenty fourteen HD tra- scans, yeah, with off color,
1: yeah. Because when you look at like King Kong vs Godzilla's Japanese cut on the criterion set versus the current Japanese
0: 4Ks. I mean even the 2014 Blu-ray looks better.
1: I've heard um, about
0: that, yeah too. But that's also because they weren't splicing uh different different film reels together to get the full picture. Yeah. Because oh that's what God. they had to do for that laser disc transfer because they didn't have the full film. Thanks to the Champion Matsuri cut where they used the original film negatives and destroyed the originals. Thankfully, that stopped after 1964. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> well, this has been a bonus episode. So, we, I mean, it's been about Godzilla Day. And we've talked about some other stuff. It's not as streamlined as you know your typical episode. Mm-hmm. So we've we've gone down I some think this rabbit holes.
1: Very uh, long too.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is more like a babble, a convers. It's a conversation. We're literally recording ourselves talking yes. about this. Um We actually held off on talking about this really at all, just so we could like talk about it. Mm.
1: Get our raw first-time sort of thoughts
0: out, right? Because we we've had some pretty good conversations, but then like when we get on mic, like yeah, those it's like I'm beating a dead horse because I've already told you this and I already know what you think. So we held off so we could you know get each other's live reactions. So i've 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 talked my mouth off pretty much entirely. Hmm. Do you have anything? I don't
1: know. Uh, happy belated birthday, Godzilla.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, you 68 see the,
1: years. Um, did you see on the stream them, like, actually singing happy birthday to 54?
0: Did they really?
1: 50? Yeah, did they really? The uh Yuji Sakai suit out. They turned the lights off and said, song happy birthday.
0: <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> I mean... For me, Godzilla Day was is probably one of the only holidays I celebrate. <laughs>
1: mm. yeah.
0: um, it was fun. I'm happy that Godzilla's lasted 68 years. Mm-hmm. And we got this announcement uh, for the Yamazaki film because, you know, the last few, we haven't had any announcements.
1: Mm. Oh, I'm very happy that, you yeah. know. There was a worthwhile announcement at the stream, you know. Yeah,
0: it it's a brilliant it. It's great to see that even sixty eight years after his first film, Godzilla is still alive and well mm-hmm. in the hearts of kids, in the hearts of filmmakers, mm-hmm. in the hearts oh, of businessmen. You should have seen You should
1: have seen on the stream, like Gigan's, like fan um meeting where everyone got to like take photos and like uh fist bump Gigan and Chibi Godzilla and all that like Gigan's first appearance like there was so many people there meeting Gigan that they actually like the Godzilla vs Gigan Rex um short its premiere was delayed you know by like 15-20 minutes
0: just because everybody wanted to be with around Gigan yeah that's awesome And what it comes down to, I think, at this point, is it's obvious what's keeping Godzilla alive. It is the fans, it's the people who grew up wanting to, you know, work. Yamazaki is a Godzilla fan. You don't just. Another example, uh, another reveal on Godzilla Day, O'Shea Jackson Jr. revealed his. Animated Monarch uh, Television Series pitch Yeah He is going to keep pursuing that As long as he can He's a huge Godzilla fan Yamazaki spent probably Upwards to 10 years Trying to get a Godzilla Maybe even 15 Maybe after Final The man's been born since 1964 How many years You think he's been trying to do Godzilla Mm Mm-hmm he started film making films in two thousand. Maybe it was his dream before then. I'm excited to see what comes of this. And I'm excited to see next year's Godzilla Day, because it will be on the premiere of that film. Mm-hmm. And by that point, marketing for the Godzilla for Godzilla and Kong, the battle for Earth will start. We will have more for Godzilla and the Titans. We might have an announcement for singular point season two. Fingers we might close. have, we might have a sequel announced for Godzilla zero. Mm. Uh, we'll see what happens, but Godzilla is not dead. Mm-hmm. Godzilla is alive and well, and I can't wait. I'm excited. I can't wait to talk about the film on the podcast. Uh, because of everything uh we have plans for Godzilla next year um as this year winds down we we have plans and we have plans for Godzilla this year too even we do we do stay tuned for those i'm sh- i think this will go live before anything else but yeah you wait and see we've we've got a lot coming on The podcast, the YouTube channel, Godzilla's got a lot coming. Things are just ramping up. So stick around, have fun, sit back, relax.
1: And hail to the king, baby.
0: That's all I got. (laughs) I think think now would be a great time to uh, do some plugs and then mosey on out of here. So, Rex, why don't you uh, start us off with with our with your links? Where can people find you? Why do people? Uh, what are people going to do? What are What are they going to follow?
1: Well, you, dear viewer or listener, I should say, are going to go on YouTube and search up Rex Zeno, go on Twitter at Rex underscore xenomorph, and on and on Instagram. Uh, Rex underscore Zeno and follow slash subscribe to all of those, or else I'll delay Godzilla Zero to the seventieth film.
0: The seventieth film, or seventieth anniversary. So, so how are we going to go from thirty thirty six to um,
1: 70? What, what, well, what? well, you see, um, um, we're counting short films now. Oh. So you're going to have to wait about how many Godzilla days? Like an, a, another 30 or so years.
0: I feel like I'd be dead by that point. Well, that's a shame,
1: isn't it? You see, this is why you guys should subscribe and follow, you know?
0: Yeah, so I can watch this movie. So we all can. So we all can. They're yeah. less selfish. Less selfish. <laughs> um. Is there anything else people can do to find your work? Uh,
1: yeah, search up, um, if you want to read some articles I've written, search up the Tokusatsu Network on Google, and you'll find you know, Tokus News site if you ever want to keep up to date. I'll probably, probably be uh, writing a bit on this project as more details come to light, so stay tuned for that.
0: Definitely do that. And as for me, now I'm not going to do anything. You don't have to do anything. But if you would like to support me, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at ET13 Productions. I don't post anymore, but maybe eventually I'll post the short films that I have locked away. Well, they were locked away, but some people found them. Um, (laughs) Or you can go on Twitter at ET13 Productions and follow me there. Or on Twitter not Twitter, Instagram, and follow me at ET13Productions. If you want to follow my personal stuff, you can find it. I won't tell you how, but if you know how to look me up, you can find it. I don't hide it. Um, I also write for Kaiju Ramen Media, a uh, magazine and website made for the fans by the fans. I have written articles in every issue they have published, and I am... Uh, one of their staff writers, essentially. I'm not officially on the staff, but at this point, I basically am. (laughs) Um, Definitely check them out. A lot of great stuff going on there. Travis and Michael got a lot of fun stuff. And uh, issue seven should be out pretty soon. Pretty soon. Um, And then issue eight, we're going to try and get out by the end of the year. Um. So definitely check those out. But as for the podcast, you know, I just checked the analytics the other day, and most of our listeners are on iTunes, so that means you guys can leave us an iTunes review. So please don't forget to write that and leave us a five-star review, and we'll read your review on air. But mm-hmm. make sure it's five stars, because we were... Or else, moms. we will delay the film. Rex is just determined please review us so we can not have the film delayed and our podcast can go from the like two and a half star it is to higher because mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. We do want to see
1: Godzilla.
0: Rex is weird. And like, he's annoying, but we got to support him. We got to show him love. So do me a favor Alright, I'm
1: discussed.
0: No. <laughs> Please just leave leave the review. Support us. Make it so we don't have eleven five stars and eleven one stars. That is literally the worst ever. I hate that so much. <laughs> these and it'll help these... us. They don't happen. They don't. It's not normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we're just here to talk kaiju and tokusatsu and have a good time. So if you think we have opinions outside of that, it doesn't really matter. Because we're just going to talk about the kaiju. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever the opinion is, it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. we just want to sit here, talk about giant monsters and tokusatsu. Because that's all life matters.
1: Mm-hmm. It's literally the only thing that matters. Nothing it is. Else.
0: It doesn't matter politics. Politics is an irrelevant. Religion. It's all irrelevant. Kaiju and tokusatsu. What, what, does,
1: what does politics have to do with Godzilla? I someone. <coughs> no one's answered that question to me. Oh wait! Oh
0: wait! with
1: <laughs> that? <laughs> I didn't pick that phrase. <laughs>
0: I was gonna ask you if you thought that through. Oh my god. Oh that was funny. Oh my god. Look kids, politics is everything about this Godzilla. Is,
1: this is what happens when you record for like three hours straight. Your brain just starts to melt, okay?
0: <laughs> we need we need a Rex quotes board. What does politics have to do with Godzilla? Nobody's explained it to me. <laughs> oh that's perfect oh that's perfect oh that's great that's great so if that doesn't tell you how smart we are I don't know what will so go leave us a five star review for statements like that if you don't have an Apple device which I don't blame you I don't you can review us on Spotify that's a new feature that you could leave us we don't have any reviews but it'd be great if you could <laughs> or you can tweet us and follow us on Twitter at K-A-I-J-U underscore C O N V E R S and add us and tell us how funny you thought Rex was, <laughs> unironically stating that Godzilla <laughs> and politics have nothing to do with each other. It's not like Godzilla Zero is probably gonna be about the occupation.
1: Oh, Shin Godzilla doesn't exist, fifty-four is
0: not real. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it doesn't exist 54 can't hurt you politics aren't real I mean to be fair politics are kind of that's a politic they're people that are weird it's a term for weird people honestly kind of cringe if you don't have twitter you can follow us on instagram twitter (laughs) or like us on (laughs) twitter All of this is politics. <laughs> or if you're like me before podcasting, you don't have social media, no politics, like Godzilla, no politics, <laughs> you can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word, you know the drill. And we will read your reviews on air. No politics. Just <laughs> reviews. <laughs> <laughs> we also have merchandise on our Teespring store. No, no politics though. There, there's no politics there. Just like in Godzilla, none. Um,
1: it's just our logo. Talk. Maybe, so.
0: maybe, maybe eventually we'll have something. <laughs> T-shirt not idea. related. T-shirt idea. What is politics in? uh
1: no. no why no, does not, it have to? We're not, we're not. Oh, no. what but does Godzilla
0: and politics have to do with each other? <laughs> i'm gonna get that i'm gonna make that a shirt i'm gonna wear d g vest <laughs> oh my god uh we're not lifting that you're not lifting that one down I mean we never know I could delete it. no
1: I could erase it i'm, I'm gonna, gonna i'm, I'm gonna, have gonna
0: control. control. No, you don't, because I also have these all saved. I can release that to the internet. Okay. That's very cool. If you'd like to chat with us one-on-one or talk with others that share similar interests, not about politics, you can join our Discord server. Uh, It's a really awesome community, a lot of awesome and great people there. Um, As I always do, I'll just take a look here. The conversation currently... Was about. It's not about politics. It's not about no, it's not even related to. Puto, 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 <laughs> oh my god, I think, <laughs> I think
1: I think your brain is also as fried as mine.
0: Look, it's four in the morning, and I have. Yeah. Oh, so the current conversation in Kaiju conversation in the general chat is about Godzilla Zero. Um, it looks like they've talked a lot about what we ended up talking about. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, about the lot of, lot of to time. a lot of speculation and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell. So you could be notified anytime we upload nothing about politics, no politics. Uh, we do have exclusive no on there. Uh, we do talk about, uh, like I mentioned earlier, there's going to be a video game bonus, little mini sewed bloopers. If none of what I just said ends up in the final recording, it will be in bloopers and it will be posted. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff going on there. Or will it? Maybe. So thank you guys so much for listening to our No Politics podcast uh we appreciate
1: it my head for years on end isn't it yeah
0: yeah because life's too short to not talk about no politics that's not funny you know what is funny
1: shut shut
0: it's the idea of making the unironic statement what is politi- Ooh, What does Godzilla and politics have to Look, do with man, each other?
1: I, I've just sat through Sadako, 3D, and 3D2. Those movies have destroyed my brain.
0: I didn't tell you to watch those. Well, completionist's sake, you know. Oh. Well, you see, Rex, these things, they happen... No politics, though. Politics don't happen because they don't exist. So this has been fun. And, and all serious now. Because this is the third time I've said the, the, the far, fourth, fourth time I've said the farewell. This time it will be serious. And then I'm going to play Godzilla Battle Line and hate it because it's a mobile game. And I don't play mobile games. So please, everybody... Uh, definitely give us a review if possible. I we would, would genuinely appreciate that. Um, we we work hard on this podcast. If it's this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, this is this episode alone is a nightmare. Um, so if not for me, do it for Rex. Rex works really hard. But yeah. That'll do it for us here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Rex, for hopping in here. Thank you for editing this. It's really appreciated. Definitely give Rex some love. He's done a great job, and we'll be back with some more exciting stuff in the very near future. So thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, please remember, life's too short to not talk big. Bye, guys. Bye.